At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America. NMLS 407249. Equal housing lender. Loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hello, spellcasters, sages, and spectators. I'm Ashley Johnson, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tap into our magical narrative by watching Critical Role as it airs on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can watch the video on demand right away, or you can catch it the following Monday on YouTube. As always, Critical Role will be available right here in podcast form on Thursdays, a week after the initial broadcast. And now, let's scry into the story and see what mysteries it holds for us, shall we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. There's a lot of syllables in that one. Uh, but before we get into that, we do have some quick announcements to get through, beginning with the first of our two sponsors. Uh, the first is the wonderful NordVPN. So let's turn it over to our resident hackers, Sam and Laura. <sighs> okay. Okay, Kryptonic Override, now that Talison freed us from the internet, and with NordVPN encrypting our traffic and hiding our IP and physical location, we can unlock the secret of the evil Ultra Codex. This will be a walk in the park, Black Willow 69. Time to j- jah, jah. Jack in? Jack yeah. in, yes, yeah, yeah, to yeah. the main, main something. Frame. Frame! Frame. Positronic, obviously. Time to jack into the main yeah, frame. Do it, okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, firewall! Oh, dang, I, 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 I have no idea what to do, I'm, I'm stuck. <sighs> oh, Black Willow, I gotta... Cube over here? Oh, yeah. Guess I'm gonna have to beam it. I don't know. Do you beam a clue? Cube? I don't Oh, no, no. I think it's dr- you dream it or meme it. I, I can't I can't oh, no. remember. Oh, no, 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 no. It's asking for a password. A password? No problem. Wait, actually, we should probably respect their privacy and just stop right there. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, my GameCube. You've lost your powers. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? When you were in the web, the serial killer must have drained your hacks or abilities. Your minds have been sliced. But, but we're the most sophisticated key punchers the Darknet has ever booted. There isn't a digital Keenan that we can't kill. There's no oh. doubt that oh. you, are the, oh, wow. oh, 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 you are the greatest crypto kings to ever key log a target. But without your hacking skills, you'll never beat the Ultra Codex. What do we do, Freezer Burn? There is a way, but it's dangerous. I could download my entire 1.21 gigaflops of brain archives into your Flashdance protocols. Wait a second, a data transfer? But you'd be giving up your master level computer powers forever. It's the only way. 
One last hack for justice. Hacksaws. Click, click together. together. Okay. <laughs> oh no! We're only gonna have one shot at you. You okay it. over there? I'll be fine. <laughs> Power glove is over cranked. Transfer modules hot and bothered. Master and commander. The far side of the world. Far side of the world. Farewell, Hacker Planet. It was elite while it lasted. Activating self slice. Oh Did it work? Zero one zero one one zero zero one. That's binary for yes. Yeah. I know binary. Yeah. Freezer burn. Are you okay? Oh. Oh who? Oh oh geez. There's some pretty doohickeys you got there. Are, are those calculators on your arm or something? Oh no. Holy shift. He's gone. The freezer burn sacrifice will not be in vain. No. Because we're going to hack the, the Ultra, Ultra Codex. Codex. Yeah, and with NordVPN 68% off sale going on, <laughs> it'll only cost us $371 a month. Plus, we is. get an additional month free when we sign up at nordvpn.com slash critical role and use coupon code critical role. NordVPN secure and unlimited service will literally save the world. Yeah. Matt? Matt? Hack, hack to you. you. <sighs> <laughs> Tune in next time for another technotastic episode of the Nord in the Stone. Wow! If, uh, if NordVPN ever sponsors us again, that was a dramatic. Uh, that was very dramatic. That, wow! That yeah, that took some turns. Yeah. The prop work was great. Oh, thank you. Well yeah. done. Thank you, Maxwell. Uh, thank you, Sam and Laura and Talison NordVPN for your patience. Um, and Did you our shake it to turn it off? That was worked. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's why I turned off all my electronics. So I turned on my PS4. My um, little extra gear on the table for us again because it's awesome. It's pretty cool. That looks yeah, like that a lot of fun. That won't just very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and our second sponsor for tonight, the returning. Sponsor friends from the beginning campaign to up until now, D&D Beyond. D &D Beyond. Uh, if you are new to D&D or just can't get enough of your own games and you want to check out the legendary epic bundles and unlock all, or epic legendary bundles, I should say, uh, and unlock all 38 current 5e D&D books for your table, you can do that now at D&D Beyond. You can access all the monsters, magical items, spells, and more for use on the digital tools on their site. Uh, and you can get 15% off all future source books and adventures on D&D Beyond as well. Plus, anything you previously purchased on D&D Beyond is credited towards your bundle purchase. So check out the legendary bundle at dndbeyond.link slash crlb for Critical Role Legendary Bundle. Thank you, D&D Beyond. And that's it for our sponsors for tonight. As far as announcements go, Marisha, you got something to talk about. Uh, yeah, in case you missed it, first episode back of Tox Machina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it it's air back. Oh, it boy. did. It oh. aired and it is now on YouTube. It was so oh. good. It was great. Brian was so I know. great. <laughs> yeah, featuring Laura and Matt. We had a good talk. Yeah. 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 Amazing. And since it now airs every other week, next episode will air on Twitch next Tuesday, September 29th. 
7 p.m. of course. Yeah, so, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh, and as always, the VOD will be available on YouTube on Thursday and the Crit Roll Podcast Network the following Tuesday. <clears throat> but it's back. Look at that shit. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Talking about the D&Ds. Hell yeah. And beyond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nicely. Played. All right, thank you, Marisha. Double plug. Uh, and Laura, you got an announcement you want to make real fast. Yes, it's a little one, but it's a good one. Like I'm. All of our Mighty Nine Chibi pins designed by the wonderful Jenny Park are now available in our Australia store. Hey! hey. hey. Check them out at shop.critroll.com.au. Fantastic. That's, That's all I got. Awesome. Thank you, Laura. Alrighty, I believe with the end of our announcements, that brings us into tonight's episode of <laughs> Critical Role. Welcome back. <laughs> so, last we left off, the Mighty Nine, after returning from Traveler Con and their adventures at Rumble Cusp, made their way to Nicodranas to catch up a bit with Marion Lavore. Yeah. To do some shopping, to do to set off some research into some aspects of the mysteries that surround some of their recent adventures, and we, uh, I guess, introduced not even introduced. Returned not to spend some time with her family, Veth, with her family. Um, during that period of time, you all decided to make your way to Rexentrum to speak with uh, Lady Vesterugna, one of the members of the Cerberus Assembly, who had previously said that they were interested in some transactions or a, a, a business opportunity for you after seeing what you had achieved in the name of the negotiation that ended the current war between Jorhas and the Dwendalian Empire. After doing a little bit of shopping around Rexentrum and gathering some extremely powerful magical artifacts, uh, you made your way to Darugnus Tower, had a conversation that outlined the future interests she had to the north in a location known as Isocross. 
she lets you know about kind of an element of a shadow war that had been long brewing in that direction and what seemed to be a race to power between many factions, namely the Empire and the Dynasty, in search of these ruins that have been begun to be uncovered in recent times beneath the ice. Broken bits of the ancient arcane, arcane city of Aeor seem to have been uh, slowly recovered from beneath that region, and she would wish you to accompany her there in search of more information and answers as to what it's capable of, what can be found, and preventing others that she feels should not have such power within their midst. So, you accepted this, and we're given about a week or so to return when you finish your preparations to begin your journey to this odd, much colder region of Wildmount. Upon exiting the tower in Rexentrum, uh, not too terribly long after your arrival, a message was delivered to the group, a letter that was addressed to Bren. And upon reading the letter, it seems that your presence was also noted by <clears throat> Master Trent Ikathon, who then requested the presence of you, Caleb, and your companions uh, the evening of the next day to join in his tower, along with your two previous classmates, Astrid and Edwulf. And that was where we had left off. So, as you all stand around Caleb in the midday cloudy air on the not terribly bustling streets of the Candles region of Rexentrum, as Caleb finishes reading this letter out loud to the rest of you, what do you do? Are we going to go? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's what we came back for. There's a lot I don't understand. Still. And, uh... My old teacher is um, no. a douche. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know how redeemable or not my friends are. I don't have a lot of faith that they are, but. Um, I need to know, for sure. And then also, I have many questions about the assembly. It is hard to know if they have, uh, if their plans line up with the kings, or if they, they have their own plans, if they have the same plan within the assembly. They don't all seem to get along. You don't think it's a trap, do you? I think it very well could be a trap. <laughs> what do you think he wants from this meeting, from you? Uh, it's a very good question, and I'm not sure I can give you a definitive answer. But uh, 
Trent took his work very personally. My best guess is uh, I am somewhat of a failed experiment. Mm. I don't know. I don't know why I was left abandoned for so long. Curious. What if you aren't a failed experiment? You think there's another shoe going to drop? Maybe. Like they let him go on purpose? We've certainly achieved more than he had previously. Perhaps he's just in favor now? I've considered it. Trying to think of all the angles. Regardless, Beauregard. I think it's irregardless. Irregardless, <laughs> unregardless. Unregardless. That's what it is. is very precise. They uh, did just update that in the Cobalt Reserve dictionary. No, irregardless. No. Yeah. They did fucking update it. No. Just, just maddening. Mm-hmm. It's decay of the empire. <laughs> Death by a thousand cuts. Uh, It could be a trap, though, and I need to impress upon you, Ikathon is about as dangerous an individual as you will encounter in your lives, and Eadwulf and Astrid are likely not too far behind, or maybe they can't be as powerful as you are. They have a bit of a head start on me, Jester. How? They Were they there longer? Out. What? They didn't drop out. Yeah, but, but, you, you have so many spells. You're so powerful, and you've been learning from lots of different sources. They only had the one source. Well, they didn't take a nap for a decade. But um. Just be ready for anything. He is powerful, Ikathon, but they, I can only guess at some of the things they have done since I knew them, but there is much that I do know, and they made the ultimate sacrifice for country. How old were you when you were here? As a young man, I was 16. 16? Wait, you took, you slept for 10 years? Or is this just like a figure of speech? Yeah. Rip Van Widowcast. <laughs> I, I was um, not in my right mind for a long time. I understand. So you weren't actually sleeping? <laughs> Were you sleeping? No, technically no. Okay, because okay. Is someone else um, controlling you? At that time. At that time. No, not at that time. Uh, there are some gaps for some of you. Um, could we could we go somewhere a little more private than the street? Yeah. Yes, of course. 
Okay, um, I would like to try to navigate our way to some sort of an inn. Okay, yeah. You're still not here! Oh. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. It's still the same day, right? <laughs> it's still the same day that we left Veth? Since the morning, yes. Okay, so we're calling you tomorrow. Take your time. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Keep chilling. Fine. <laughs> Wait, no, aren't you coming here this morning? <clears throat> um, are you looking for an inn here in the Shimmer Ward, or are you looking for something a little more? Something very rudimentary. Okay. Um, yeah, easy enough. Back to the, uh, uh, kind of not too far from where you first arrived at the Rexentrum Archive mm. of the Cobalt Soul. You find a small, Kind of corner of a two dingy roads in that maybe can house has about six rooms for rent, so it can house a handful of people uh, per chamber. Okay, but it's it's really inexpensive. I'd say for it's about a two silver pieces to rent a room. Uh, I will uh, rent it just uh, to be perfunctory and find um, and there's eating down below. Uh, there, this isn't so much like a like a lunch tavern, more than just a place a, to stay. A place to stay. It'll do. Uh, they do have snacks. No, it'll do. <laughs> I, I will lead everyone up to the room. Okay. That I've rented. Um, this place is nice, Caleb. We're only going to stay for a moment. I, I'm not comfortable. Um. Th there are gaps. Uh Astrid and Eadwulf were willing to do anything that Ikathon asked of them, and their final test was to kill their own flesh and blood, and they did so. And, and I am like them. What was? I'm like them. Was. We share a road with a lot of people. It doesn't mean that they're all the same, especially when you take a crossroads. So you, you, you did it? I, I, I have considered, um, Sharing all this for a long time, but uh, you cherish your family so much, and uh, I, I suppose I enjoyed being seen as I, I should have been, or, or could have been. I just go up and give him a hug. There is a reason I have never told you about my mother and father. You must have been so sad, Caleb. I'm sorry you felt like you had to hide that. Well, I've been lying to you. And I am sorry. 
we lie. We lie about things all the time to protect other people. Sometimes to protect ourselves. I don't blame you for that. Um, whatever we're doing here, I, I've come home in the hopes of atoning. And that idea has evolved quite a bit over time. And I'm not sure what the exact answer is. But I mean to atone. What does atonement look like to you, Caleb? Well, I feel like the things that I've seen, no one should see. Never again. So we should put a stop to it then. Well, it's complicated, isn't it? It's wrapped up in the ruling of a nation. You've come a long way since me, you, and not were huddled up in that hotel room. I said then you had a responsibility and that none of us would see you differently. No one should be put through that. No. No one blames you. Anyway, I find it hard to imagine walking in there tomorrow and, and you not knowing the whole picture. That's the whole picture. Uh, I want to learn a little bit what's going on my colleagues' heads. We saw them. Hmm? We were handing off the beacon. They didn't... They looked pretty far gone. I have to try. You think there's something redeemable? Think they're worth saving? worth saving, yeah? Whether or not we can, I don't know. Did they ever waver? Or have they remained believers this entire time? <clears throat> well, as uh, children, no. Not to my recollection, we were very avid in our duties. So you never wavered either. No. And it was the 
the final act that made you change your beliefs? So much time was put into stamping me into a specific shape. It was comforting to know your place and serve. Greater good. But uh, I, I, I failed my people. My people. I feel like they failed you. Yeah, didn't your, yeah. your family sent you off to the academy, didn't they? They believed those same things, right? To a degree. Yes, my parents were very uh, big believers in the Empire, but uh, they also loved me as wholly as your family, Caduceus, or yours. It's not a failure on your part. It's a failure on the Empire's. I don't think that it's by coincidence that your core beliefs that you were doing something for the greater good led you to us and what we're doing now. That's the truth. Well, it remains to be seen what we can do, but maybe we can do. I had this conversation with Ford the other night. We were still on rumble cusp. Think we're doing good? What we're doing as a group? I do. I mean, that's pretty dope, right? <laughs> yeah, the Mighty Nine is, is pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. The stage is a little bit bigger. Would they... I, I have a question. I. Would they do this with every student at the academy, or were you just a select few that was... Uh, chosen? Trent has uh, an eye for talent. And to my understanding, we were just the latest. We were not the first, and we were not to be the last. But you three were a bit of a class. Yeah. Uh, boy, I have thought a lot about this for a long time and talked to no one about it. Uh, I don't know all the answers, but we certainly all came from humble means. no family name to speak of. Uh, I was very good at what I did, even at a young age. Um, Eyed Wolf was uh, 
not only very capable, but he was strong. And I think that caught Trent's eye. And Astrid, uh, maybe is a bit like Trent, maybe that's unkind. She had a hunger. Ambition. Do you think the Academy knows what he does? Who, do you Trent? think? Yeah, do you think, like, Ludinus goes, okay, Trent, now go find the people and now have them go do horrible things? Or do you think it's like he knows that Trent finds these good wizards and brings them up to the forefront? Do you, do you think anybody mm. else knows the brutal things that he does? I, Someone knows. I don't, the Academy, I do not believe knows. The Assembly. The Assembly, someone has to Some of them, Ludinus, uh, intimated that he had some idea. <clears throat> well, I hate them all now. Just so I have it clear, we're going to try and redeem Astrid and Adolf, but Trent, fuck him, right? Or are you trying to? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's always been a fuck trend, right? Just to be clear. Oh no, do you sort of like Trent? Do you have like some weird thing because he like treated you nice a long time ago? I think a goal is always better than a grudge. What's the goal? That's very fair. I have my theories. Yeah. Well. I have uh, said many times that I would like to surgically remove the bad parts. It's not all bad here. But but it seems uh, impossible. This can't go on. No more of this. It could go on. It has for a long time. Well, there's a goal. Yeah. No more. Whether that means... uh, Exposing him or stopping him. Maybe we will land on that, but I need to know more about what different members of the assembly believe. If he's been teaching for that long, is there a chance that there are members in the assembly who were his student at one point in time? (laughs) But just because you're his student doesn't mean that you're one of his protégés, right? Is there a chance there's more like you? It's what I'm kind of getting at. It's got away. Maybe there are more allies out there. That's a very good question. I do not know the answer. I spent a very long time trying to stay as far away as possible. Quite possibly not alone. Well, I take a lot of faith by what we achieved on the ocean. This nation doesn't need to be steeped in fear. The Empire has slighted the dynasty, it has taken a cherished religious artifact from them. Bloodshed has stopped because we merely gave them what was theirs. If that is not a lesson for people in power, maybe they do not deserve the power. 
Or maybe this system is too corrupt. I don't know. I think it depends on how deep the corruption has gone. If it's worth saving. If something's too far poisoned, maybe it's better to burn it to the ground and start something fresh. <laughs> you and your brethren. You dabble in this. It's more or less what we do. Yeah. It's kind of our mission statement, than I just said. Mm-hmm. Would they... If he needs to be cut out... Oh, yeah. Would they stand by? Yeah. The Cobalt Soul and the Cerberus Assembly have butted heads for decades. Kind of the checks and balances system. And I just to try, just try to not let myself be too naive to the fact that corruption exists everywhere. <clears throat> I think I can be an expositor, utilize the resources given to me, and not have to be blind to the flaws. What about taint within the cobalt soul? <laughs> Possible? Of course. Have you seen it? No. Not to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge, not really. If there has been, it's been dealt with so swiftly that by the time anyone discovers, it's already gone. Or it's so far up the chain that nobody knows. Right. I mean, it's hard to tell at a certain point. But as far as you know, there are those, of course, any sort of structure that do fall to corruption, but because it is a worldwide network, <clears throat> there's a, a lot bit more, more accountability. There's a lot more accountability than other more locally political structures. So it has a higher success rate. It's the common belief in the soul to share what knowledge is known, especially amongst the branches. Tomorrow night can be a first step, but um, one, I need Veth, and two, we are uh, road hard. We cannot show up tomorrow night looking like this. Oh. Should take the puka shell necklace off then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's a good look. Thanks. <laughs> the urge to show up in the Dynasty Finest is almost overpowering. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about going back tonight for dinner and getting ceviche. That's true. We could go back to Nicodranas yeah. and um, clean up real good, you know. Got lots of fancy clothes at the Leva Chateau. We still have those outfits, don't we? There. Our evening wear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he say that the dress was formal? Is that a thing? Do we have to? Just curious if it was stated. No, it was not. Not formal or not stated? Not stated. I think you should step it up and make them feel underdressed. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Step it up? We are fully outnumbering them so they will feel out of place in their own home. Do clean up well. 
They wouldn't poison us, would they? I'll try and be prepared for that. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I could also be the taste tester, right? <laughs> oh, do you have some I can check. Where you, Would what, you know if you'd been poisoned? Though? I can will poison out of my pores. Sure you can. Yeah. So you can Ooh, I bet it smells so tree. bad after you do it, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sweat smell after yeah. that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like you've eaten a lot of garlic. I was going to say rotten mushrooms. You have to like, leave a pot of mushrooms in your the stove sweat, for too long. Maybe it yeah. smells like asparagus pee. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, like definite, like you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she was poisoned. She was oh. definitely poisoned. Oh, oh boy. Oh. <laughs> it's a fair amount. It's Doing it to myself. Oh god. All right. <laughs> Do you know that only happens to some people? Okay. The asparagus anyway. and pee thing. Yeah. Like not yeah. everybody gets the asparagus and pee smell. Weird. Some people named Liam. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Uh, well, you have uh, effectively a day and a half or so until that dinner invitation. So, what would you like to do in the interim? Should we send a message? Do you want me to send a message to Trent and let him know that we'll be there? I can ask what the dress code is. I, uh, I think there is nothing I would love more than for you to send a message. To Master Ikathon accepting his invitation. You got it, Caleb. <laughs> I'm going to send the message. Okay. <laughs> Dearest Trent, hey, got your message to Caleb. We will def be there. Can't wait to see what your house looks like. <laughs> Any dress code? Ooh. Dang. I'm getting good at this, Stuck you guys. Growth. Uh. <laughs> uh, rapid response comes. Ah, oh, well then, I look forward to seeing all of you. No particular dress code. Wear what is comfortable, please. That's all. Fancy. 19 Fancy. words, pretty good. He's got a slimy, slimy voice, but he says we can wear whatever's comfortable. I say we wear formal wear. Mm. Agreed. <laughs> or should we wear our armor? That might be important. I just, I'm going into an enemy's house. You know. We can wear our armor and then some fancy accents. How about that? Yeah, do you have like any like rip away dresses, you know, so we can like wear gear, but then be like, strong. Technically, aren't all clothes rip away if you're strong enough? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is real good, hold on. But seriously, <laughs> please treat this like we are going in on a fact-finding mission, but also be prepared for it to be a total bloodbath. Got it. Good. Always. Good. Good Be parameters. prepared for murder. Yep. <laughs> so wait, is our goal to murder him tomorrow night? Should we, if there's an opportunity, <clears throat> should we just murder him? Let's make that plan G. G. For t tomorrow. I'm very proud of you. I was expecting that to be plan C. Plan we... G is, is, that's growth. Well, we need to figure out if there are more people to murder. So, okay. Or people who've been waiting for the moment to get 
get out from under his thumb. We just Wait, need to know more. Do you think all this time that maybe, like, do you feel like when you were here, do you feel like you were being controlled? Or do you, was it like your choice? Do you feel like maybe they like were subtly controlling you and you just didn't know? Oh no. Oh, Chester. No. <clears throat> I am a different person. In every way. I relished my work. We were riding high, serving the king, tasting power. This is why it, this is why I have never, ah, it's hard. I think that was the first time I've ever heard you admit or recognize that you were a different person back then. Good work. <laughs> Ceviche. Yeah, how do we want to do this? Uh... Do you have a thingy? I thought you said you have a thingy. Yeah, I have a thingy. We could impose on uh, our wizard friend again, or we could just go straight to your house. Let's go straight to the house, why not? Let's do that thing while we're at your house, by the way, the, the poof, where we make the circle and then the, the, the teleporty thingy. The teleporty thingy at the house? At your, at your mom's house, we could like <gasps> set up the... Oh, we can make our thingy! Yeah, the thingy. I love it, okay. We'll do that. We have to make a little temple, you know. I love making little temples. Okay. Oh, by the way, when we went shopping, we bought two regular healing potions. Does anyone not have one? Oh. Rummaging through my bag. I mean, I don't think I have a healing potion. Yeah, uh, maybe I can, do. Hold on. Any, up for grabs. One. Is that all we got? Yeah, we only got two. Oh, I've got a healing potion. And some dope-ass jewelry. Yeah. That is a really beautiful ring. Thank you. <laughs> Got it for steel. <clears throat> Wait, how many of those? Two. Two and two. No, no, the. Uh, yeah, the fire? The fire things. Dos. No, I thought we got more than that. I thought it was like a pack of. This shit had said two. Ten? I don't know, I thought it was two. I thought it was a box. One I thought it was two like balls with two balls in them. Is that right? Alchemical fire? Alchemist fire? Alchemist fire? It was a box with one, two balls. <laughs> I feel like it was like a twelve packer. Was, like was it? Like a twelve packer. Yeah. It was, it was a. It was a. It was a fair amount of them. Oh shit! I, I rely on you guys to keep track of the items once they get to you. Are you taking notes? I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I have, Marisha takes notes. notes. Listen, I have one cellabone, two oop stones, and two chuckle dust. Those are the only things I wrote down that I have. Yep. Well, then you better not use them until you confirm with Danny then. I'll I'll go consult the Lord Hold Master. On. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find this just out. Slack Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, I will pull out the little uh, turtle statue that Jester gave me from mm -hmm. her home Yay! and grip it in my hand. Don't and, crush it. Oh no! I my grip is so weak. I have a strength of uh, ten. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and don't let it hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it is in fact jabbing straight <laughs> through my palm. Uh, the circle took some futzing, but this is instantaneous, so he just mutters a few words and then whoosh. All of us, do we have to be holding hands or anything? I do not believe you have to be holding hands. We can. Oh. Just to be safe. Right? This one? No. Okay, I wow, we just whirl. Verbal. Caleb just disappears. Yep. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, shit. <laughs> Later, bitches. He'll <laughs> oh, be bitches. This is part of it, right? This is part of it? Yeah. This is part of it? This is part of it. Yeah, you don't have to touch hands, you have to be within 10 feet of you. Okay. So, yes, as you all kind of gather in a small color. circle, Caleb mutters something under his breath, and then. No circle on the ground, no extended preparation. You all just suddenly feel that that drifting sensation in your stomach. Oh. Like that brief kind of rising, almost weightless sensation for a split second, and then with a blink of light. Where are they? Uh, we are in the lobby of the Lavish Chateau. You guys are now right in the center of the now shaded interior of the Lavish Chateau, midday in Nicodranas. <gasps> As you land there, you can hear there's a little bit of music playing. It's not too terribly crowded. There's maybe like four individuals that are in from their dock work just getting a drink. Uh, a little higher than their pay grade, but because they like, they like the way it's made here. Um, also, momentarily you hear what sounds like a And uh, you glance over and see Nugget kind of just apparate as well. Nugget! Then runs up and kind of like It's me, it's just a your original mommy, but I understand if you don't feel like I'm your mommy anymore. And just yeah. licking your hand. Now, Nugget's been gone here for quite some time, being watched by Marion, and is uh, significantly larger than you last remember him being. Still nowhere near a full-grown blink dog, but kind of in between the period, maybe you know, from nose to tail, about that big, and so is still kind of like a bit of a unwieldy creature. For the expectation. I like to think that Nugget blinks back and forth between the Lavish Chateau and Beth's family home. Yeah, we'll say we'll say for the past you know number of hours um, with your arrival, there's been a bit, of, especially with with uh, with Luke living here. Luke has taken personal interest in playing with Nugget in the time that he spent. How do you here. Sprinkle and Nugget get along? Well, one's alive. Nugget comes over to our house and just poops and then goes back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was like, it's been, it's been an experience. <laughs> Every morning. Hard to catch him then, asshole. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, you are here in the chateau and Nicodranas is your oyster. Should we crash Veth? Yeah. The Bernardo family, see what they're up to? Oh, I should find out exactly where she lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go ask Mama. And I run upstairs with Nugget. You run upstairs. As you're running up the stairs with Nugget, you hear the and then his footfalls stop, and you look up, and he's already waiting for you at the top of the landing. You're such a cool dog! You head up into the room, and as you kind of do knock on the door, just push in. Which do you do? Knock on the door and push in. Okay. <laughs> As you go inside, you yeah. can see your a mother is currently sitting at her little vanity and is in the process of kind of brushing her hair back and turns around and goes, Oh, Chester, you're back already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can just come now whenever. Like, literally, we can just stop in for a night all the time now. Well, you are welcome to come whenever you wish to, please. Should Anytime. I let you know? I mean, maybe just for the sake of. Uh, might be a very busy night, but yeah. if you're coming to visit, give me a little bit of uh, heads up, and I'm more than happy to have you. 
It is wonderful news. Yeah, so we can just stay here tonight. We're going to have some dinner. We're going to check out. Oh, we're going to check out Vet's house. I should probably find out where that is. Oh, uh, right this way. Okay. She stands up and tucks her little stool beneath the vanity, leads you over to the balcony, and points across the way of the open kind of the section of the opal archways from where the lavish chateau is. There is this uh, very, very kind of circular style. Uh, thoroughfare, like this kind of main plaza area in the center where there's a fountain, and you can see there's a number of these silk streamers that kind of attach from the top of the fountain to the different corners of this region, and she points over to this one collection of buildings that have uh, abodes kind of in both floors and series. It looks kind of like the equivalent of an apartment complex, if you will, um, but but very, very well built and, and beautiful, and points over towards the corner and goes, that is where the Bernatos have been living. Oh, perfect. We will go over there, but I'll be back, okay? Of course, I'll be here if you need me. Okay, as I start to run away, I stop and turn around at the door and say, have you heard anything else from Lord Sharp? Not at the moment, but he has, he hasn't been a client for a bit of time. Not anything since the party? No. Okay. Why? I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Okay. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Jester. And I run down the stairs. Okay. So, as you all have gathered at the bottom of the lava chateau, where are you off to? I tell her exactly, I'll tell everybody where in Vet lives. Should we head off there immediately? We need our ninth member. Let's go. <laughs> Kick down her door, <clears throat> break all of her plates, eat all of her food. Like friends do. Drink all of her booze. <laughs> it's going to be great. Now, Beth, what have you been up to since they've been gone? Well, it's only been like 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. So not a whole lot. We had a day. We walked around, went to the beach, went to the farmer's market, <laughs> uh, had, a, had a lunch outside. Uh, we're probably cooking, getting ready for for a really nice dinner when uh, <laughs> a little dinner. Yeah, when knock knock knock, I guess. <laughs> knock knock. Hey. 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 Oh god, it smells so good. Oh, oh, what are you, what are you cooking? Oh, have me some of that. We, uh, we, uh, we should I? We can pull up some chairs. I, mean, I can just. I don't know if we have enough chairs. <laughs> yeah, I can run. I can get some things. I didn't realize we were having company. I didn't either. They just left. This <laughs> is on the floor. It's okay. I don't mind. No, no, no. Oh, we will sit on the floor. We made sausages and things. Oh, what a nice do? balcony! I can sleep on the balcony. You're sleeping here. No, no, no. We can sleep at the lava chateau. There's plenty of rooms there. It's fine. I put Luke on my shoulder. Oh, that's tall. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna make a quick trip to just grab a few things. So we. Do you need right any back. help? Uh, I'm. I'm fine. I can get to and from pretty quick. Uh, Okay, well, you hurry back. Oh, shit, I think I just stepped in dog shit. Oh, my God. Just go, I'll clean it up by the time you get back. Okay. Yeah, I should be careful. The boy's head is practically scraping the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, oh. maybe duck a little bit. You okay up there? Yeah. You're this so is so cool. cool. Careful of the ceiling fan. He's now doing like yeah. arm flexing muscles. Like. Ooh, so strong. <laughs> tough boy. Um, wow, you guys were gone so long. <laughs> um, uh, do we have a new mission? 
So much has happened. Oh my gosh, so much. Recap everything that happened in <laughs> order. <laughs> and we do. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> what a detailed account. Yeah, word for word. <laughs> wow. Anyway, my God, so we're going to, uh, to dinner with the enemy. That's crazy. Yes. Um, tomorrow, did you say, or, yeah, or two days? Night. Yeah, tomorrow night tomorrow we can night. enjoy the evening here. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And then tomorrow, is there, are there preparations that we need to make, like, you know, like a code word or anything, or should we bring, like, should I bring a bomb in case the, the things go awry, or? Ooh, good call. Really? Do you have a bomb just sitting? Yeah, around? bombs always. I have a bomb. Smart yes. to have, you know, around just in case. Or, or we've got uh, we've got Yeza here. I could make some sort of, al- I could have him make some sort of alchemical thing that we like just sprinkle into Ikithon's drink. It makes him shit all like all over himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking like kill him, but you oh. know, but or he could just shit all over shit himself. Can you imagine how embarrassed it would be though if it that if would he be, just shit all over himself at the table good. in his own house? That would oh be pretty good. Gosh. I think our chances of murdering Trent Ikathon in his home are slim to none. Good to know, good yeah. to know. <laughs> what if we lure him out onto a balcony or something? What if we go to dinner <laughs> and eat it? Eat it after Beauregard eats it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it a Beauregard, she'll try anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's see what we see. But I guess just to be clear, if there does happen to be a chance where we can murder him, should we, or should we just like take we're a We're following his lead, Caleb's lead, yeah? Okay. No sudden moves. Yeah. And this, this trip uh, northward to the frigid country, is that immediately after dinner, or days later? It's like a week from now. End of the week. So we don't need to be prepared for like, a quick, like, thanks for dinner, Trent. Let's get the fuck out of here. We don't need to do that or anything, right? Only if dinner goes really poorly. Only if we stay at Trent's place for a week. We should get some winter clothes together, you guys. Yeah, we oh, I have nothing. It's going to be so cold. <clears throat> okay. Top of the world, yeah. Is there, I, is there, is there shopping here? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. But not winter shop. No, I think Rex and Trim is better. We can better have anything custom made, yeah, but it's colder there. Yeah, yeah. A little better. Okay. Stuff. All right, so I think I got enough for everybody. Oh, let me take that um, one. Yeah, oh, thank you. Help you. He's like, oh, you got a six pack. Awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> Could you I'll, uh, help cook a little bit? Yeah, no, let me till it's still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there. come. Oh, it's really it's, tiny yeah. in here. How do you do that? Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can just get down on your knees to I'm, I'm going to just sit. I'm just not even on my. I'm just going to sit down. I'll get a stool for you. Just. Um, oh, no, the floor is fine. This is really low. Okay. No worries. Just help. Let me cut these up, and I'll go ahead and get them sautéing. And I've got it. You guys continue. Sorry, we rented the we rented the halfling apartment, but we should have rented a full size one. Yeah. <laughs> the rent of it is is. You know what? Here, yes, it take here, take five hundred gold and just get us another place nearby in case this happens again. No. Where are you getting all this money? Oh, it's crazy. We find money all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> 
This was this bunch we found in a volcano. <laughs> it's true. So you so you weren't joking. You actually were in a volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. We, no, that wasn't a metaphorical volcano. That was, that was a real volcano. Mm-hmm. I, I thought metaphor, you were just like too. on like a, sort of an emotional journey with your friends and. I mean, it was also cathartic for many other reasons, but no, no, this was a literal volcano. So this like tentacled, multi-eyed beast wasn't some sort of it wasn't projection it of wasn't your internal fear stru- of, of commitment. Actu- no. Actual? No, it was real. Yeah, it's, it's a hard real. story. Terrifying. Looks like it's so cool. It's it a hard really story cool. to tell with Luke around. To be honest, it's what Luke. a bad story to tell. It's a hard story to tell. Because many of the details are maybe not for. No, it's the best. It was a story giant, him around. maybe a Black couple more years. Multi tentacles. We'll found out sooner or later, we'll just man. Skip a couple. Fire coming out of his skin, and he breathed fire, and he had multiple eyes, and he sent you these mental images of this really scary place. Aren't you killing him? Duh. Your mom yes. Your mom had the final blow. She took him down with one shot. Murdered, murdered him straight up. Yes, this is over the corner, like. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's greatly Four impressive. Be careful. Mm. <laughs> of course, of course. Always careful. Safety first, right? That's the yeah. mighty nine then, motto. And then we were throwing penises into a volcano, Woo. in the same volcano, and this god came Don't down. Don't worry, they weren't real penises. We made them first. They were so real they penises. They were toys. Here. Dad, what's a penis? And he's just like, <laughs> oh no. Oh. oh there no. was a gold oh, one, but it got oh, stuck in this woman's hand. It was incredible. <laughs> what? Forever. It's <laughs> like, Oh, uh, honey, uh. <laughs> sorry. We'll, we'll we'll tone it down a little bit. It's gonna be the best arch yeah. enemy. But hey, Luke. Yeah, Luke. What? You want to learn our secret handshake though from the island? Yeah. Just go chaos rage. <laughs> no, chaos rage. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, here. Give him a fucking pie of fireworks. Take, Wait, take, here, take here, his mind off. Yeah, 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 let's fireworks are from the balcony. I want a yeah. fucking firework. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any more T-Rex? Did anyone bring home T-Rex in a pouch or something? We've got some a tea. T-Rex tooth? We oh, yeah. yeah, we all have a tooth. Hey, uh, Luke, why don't you go play with your friend Vanishing Dog, or whatever his name is. Nugget, his friend name is Nugget. Nugget, that's the one. I slipped Luke some bottle rockets. <laughs> Make a sleight of hand check. Okay. It's gonna burn the house down. <laughs> oh my God! Please don't bust Bethesda. his hand off. Also, does your house have if a yard? If he does, though, I'll be able to fix it. Don't. No. Eleven. There must be a courtyard. It's a condo. He has a season. Those Malibu houses. It was like. Tell me, what was it like to grow up as Luke? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> walks over and takes the rockets from Luke. Aww. When he's old enough. How old is he? How old is Luke? <laughs> At the beginning, I felt he was around three or four. No, he's like, I feel like no, he's like he's six like or seven. No, he's, he's like four. He's four? Yeah. Four? Oh my god! But you know, I halflings, he was like halflings six or are different. Seven. Yeah, they're different. much older. <laughs> he's that he's like little. Yeah. Oh, now, now I feel really he bad. Gave a four-year-old bottle rockets. Yeah. He gave a four-year-old a crossbow. <laughs> Perfectly safe toy. <laughs> Also, More your four-year-old like should know what a, his penis is. Yeah, a four-year-old should definitely we know. We call it a wee-wee. Oh. Yeah. yeah, the term he was unfamiliar with. Yeah. Got it. We don't use medical terms around him. You know, my mom believed in medical terms. Just put it right out there. Really? Yeah, that way you never, you know, get confused. Put the penis right out there? 
Just the words. Dinner's ready! <laughs> right. Three or four? No! Oh I was God. confused! <laughs> he acts, he's very precocious. He reads at a sixth grade, the sixth year old level, I mean. Oh, yeah, well. Sixth grade level. Holy shit, he's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> So, you enjoy a fine meal cooked by the team of Yeza and Caduceus. Um, catch up a bit more on the stories about your all perspectives on the experience Rumble Cusp, um, and you're able to speak on whatever as much as you'd like to about your future plans, if at all. But nevertheless, the evening grows dark, the sun sets, and is there anything you wish to accomplish for the night? Here in Nicodranas. I'm going to take a walk to the lighthouse. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, after the meal is done, and it is a nice, filling meal, some of you kind of rest to digest for a bit and, you know, watch uh, Luke begin to act out his interpretations of the things that his mother did. <laughs> Starts like, you know, taking his still slightly dangerous for a child his age crossbow. Uh, <laughs> Four year old. Gotta learn something. Yep. Um, well, Caduceus, you go ahead and make your way out along the kind of sand scraped cobblestones of the opal archways, passing down towards the harbor, drawn towards the image of the large lighthouse of the Wild Mother. You can see the gradual shifting of the beam across the Cloudless, starry night sky. You can hear the sound of waves crashing against the rocks and beach. You can hear the occasional whistles and bells from ships that are coming into and going back out to harbor. This is perfect. Uh, I'm going to cast Word of Recall. Okay. Didn't you say Total Recall? Total Recall. <clears throat> Word of Total Recall? Wait. <clears throat> you have to do it in a, it's not a, you get the little temple, I don't. <sighs> All right. Are you so, leaving the party? As you, explain how you cast the spell. Um, take in the lighthouse, and uh, I reach into my bag for some of the, uh, mushrooms and fruit and dirt that I kind of keep from home that my tea comes from. And I just slowly drop it at the edge of the lighthouse as I walk around it as much as I can and let it start to take take root and use the decompose to just let it begin to grow at its accelerated rate. Okay. Connect it to my temple. Okay. As you finish your pass around, which the, the lighthouse is on the, the on the edge of the cliff, so there are a few precarious edges that you kind of toss and let the wind do the rest for you. And as you do, you like toss a bit of this this mulch, if you will, uh, into the wind and watch as a breeze kind of blows it back into the lighthouse and it slides down into the bits of cliff edge dirt and seagrass that are kind of. Uh, barely cusping off the edge, and as you return back to the point where you had begun this, you can already see uh, 
small peaking caps beginning to make their way through. As you finish concentrating, close your eyes, taking a deep breath and muttering your prayer to the Wild Mother, with your eyes closed, the lightless expanse around you, through your eyelids you see a faint, warm, pale white green glow in the shape of the lighthouse itself kind of pierce into your mind's eye. And as you slowly open your eyes, that glow remains hanging for about a second longer. It's almost like the lighthouse itself is the one, is, is emitting light as a central beacon as opposed to the actual beam. And as that fades, you look down and the mushrooms are now fully grown, as if weeks had passed in a matter of moments. And you feel a kind of a, a, a deep, anchored connection to this lighthouse. With a little luck, we won't need this, but we'll try to deal with what you've put in front of us. <sighs> Thank you. I'll okay. take the slow walk back to the to the uh, chateau. So. Okay. I'm gonna walk back to the lava chateau. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, are we all going back there to sleep tonight? You said you were putting us up there, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'll do this when we get back then. Okay. But I will step away for a moment, and I'm going to just... Is there a balcony here? Is there someone like where I can be a little private, Beth? Oh, yeah, sure. There's a little courtyard, and there's okay. a roof, this rooftop deck. Really? Oh, it came with the <laughs> HOA. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to go up to the rooftop deck. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to cast Scry. <coughs> on Lord Robert Sharp. All right. You see what the fuck he's doing. Okay. As you kind of sit there for a second, looking over, from this perspective, it's a beautiful view of the archways, uh, of the buildings of similar height, and you can see, because the archways kind of exists a little bit on a higher hill than a lot of the rest of the city, which kind of descends around before it gets to the edge of the cliffside. So from this rooftop view at night, it's this beautiful uh, landscape of hundreds and hundreds of lantern lights of different colors through different colored glass and lanterns. Um, so it's this beautiful view, and as you kind of sit the still somewhat warm ocean air coming in. And close your eyes and concentrate. In that moment, you sense across from you, hands taking yours, and a voice, a familiar voice goes, so you want to go peek in on that disgusting being? I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm not going to get in trouble for what we pulled at the party. Let's go have a look, shall we? Okay. <laughs> and as you close your eyes, you feel your consciousness extend a bit, almost like the traveler is taking your hand and pulling your spirit from your body for but a moment. And in that passage, you bring yourself immediately to the exterior of a beautiful mansion, this estate that exists on the kind of northeastern side of Nicodranas. And there, suddenly, you see him sitting in some sort of a, a, a dark red leather study, books everywhere. He's in a long, loose kind of silk robe over just some comfortable, expensive clothing, and it looks like he's in the process of reading, just casually. What is he reading? Can I see? Make a perception check. Oh, which oh one boy. will it be? 
gotta pick a good one. Uh, 13. 13? Can't quite make out the details, but you can you get a good view of him. He looks, looks like he hasn't been sleeping well, but not much else to really pick up on him. He's Is there just, anybody there with him? Not from what you can tell, since the focus of this particular uh, you know, scrying begin is him. You can just make out some of the colors in the room around him and the furniture he's immediately on, which is kind of like a, a lounging couch with that dark red leather. Um, that's about it. Okay. So he's not currently at the moment hunting you down, if that's what you were worried about. No, 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 just, you know. All right. The book is called How to Kill Jester. I know, right? <laughs> How to so you got that. caught out on the balcony with your wang out. <laughs> Second edition. <laughs> um, okay. I guess I'll stop scrying then. Okay. As you kind of return, the voice of the traveler echoes through your mind. Well, at least we didn't catch him with his wang in his hand. <laughs> that would have been better, though. Mm, some things even I don't want to see. And then as you kind of open your eyes again, you briefly think you see like the flutter of a cloak, but it's just a leaf drifting by in the wind. But there's no trees immediately nearby, so the source of a leaf is a little strange. I go back inside. Okay. Any other business before the night is done? Negative. I think uh, when we all get back to the chateau and we're laughing and had a good time, have for dinner, and it's all winding down, I say, hey, uh, you have talked so much about uh, your time as a child with your fae friend here and all the time you were trapped in your room. Would you show us your room? I'm so curious. We've been in this building so many times and I've always wondered what your childhood bedroom looked like. Guys, want to see my room? I feel like sure. I, I think I saw it when you dressed me up in your dress yeah. one time, but I, it's a sight to behold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on up. Yeah. I'll go up and show them. Good, I needed to go to my room anyway, so this is perfect. Okay, Jester leads you up to the chamber where she spent the majority of her life, and you may describe it to them as you see fit. Oh my gosh. Um, there's a very ornate little bed in the room, lots of ruffles. It's like a, you know, four-post po bed sort of situation. Canopy, canopy you know. Um, there's lots of little trinkets everywhere, little little sculptures. Some are shitty, some are pretty good. Um, lots of books. Um, and all over the walls, starting at the bottom with like really kind of not very good drawings. Um, it just covers up the higher you go, the better the drawings get. As you got taller, you got better. You know, I think talent comes with height. <laughs> mm. Probably. Yeah. I must be extremely talented then. <laughs> you are, Yasha. You're a big reader. Oh, well, yeah, what else are you going to do when you're, you know, hanging out in here? Plus, I had a lot of tutors, you know. My mom always said it's very important to be educated. So you can be a good conversationalist. Wise woman. Yes. Yeah. There are lots of windows in this room. Yeah. Hmm. It's fun to look out, isn't it? How many times have you climbed out that window? <laughs> um, quite a few. But I was actually pretty good about 
um, staying in for a very long time. It wasn't until after the Traveler, really, that I started sneaking out a little bit more. What do you think? Better than I imagined. You were not lying. Oh, oh, oh! Lay down in the bed! It's okay, it's okay, just lay down. Just lay down in the bed, Caleb. I'm, I, it's a little small for, for me, but I, okay. If you lay down in the bed, up on top of the canopy, I've painted a beautiful landscape of the Nicodranis sea line with the lighthouse and everything, so you what? can see it looking out. Peacons. It's like you're looking out the window, That's but it's above cool. you. <laughs> <laughs> Watches uh, Nugget leaps up onto the bed as well, and is like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really more of a, a cat person, but okay. And okay. just pees in the bed. No, no Nugget! No, this I am familiar with. Mm-hmm. Nugget, get down! I know, what is happening? You really should learn Nugget. Don't pee in the bed! <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> smells He's like, bed. Smells like old times. I was going to sleep here tonight, now I can't sleep in this bed. Anybody you know, smell? change the sheets real quick. Ugh. Does anyone else smell It's asparagus? probably gone through to the mattress. I'm going to have to buy a new mattress. Caduceus, magic it away. How? Magic. I don't know. Eldritch Blast. Blackened feathers everywhere. I wave my hands and the, and the windows all suddenly slap, uh, snap closed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that works. I don't, I don't know what else oh, no, to tell you. No, keep them open, it's a very strong smell. I make them all open. <laughs> but while we're here, I am going to also cast mm. Word of Recall mm. here in this room. Okay. This is, if there ever would be a temple to the Traveler, this is it. Since I've painted many drawings of him and other things that remind me of him okay. all through the room. Okay. As you guys are here kind of taking in the space, you watch as Jester kind of smiles and closes her eyes and begins muttering this quiet, as much of a prayer to the Traveler as there can be. Um, it's more of just a bunch of like, hey, you're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be like a cool temple. This is cool Sounds like do what diddy. I don't know. <laughs> As she begins to mutter this, it's interesting. the The room itself is lit by three separate lanterns that kind of give this this warm interior glow. You watch as they all slowly grow dimmer and dimmer, and as they do, certain drawings in the surrounding chamber begin to get brighter and brighter. You can see numerous dots of green, and you can now see clearly what was mostly hidden amongst this scattering tapestry of of sketches throughout her lifetime. How many various interpretations of the Traveler are hidden throughout this room, and now all of them one by one are all giving off this faint green glow, until eventually the lanterns are nearly extinguished, and you can see dozens and dozens of these vibrant, almost alighting your faces with the volume of light that's coming from this in a green hue before all the lanterns brighten up on skin and you kind of shake your head and the color passes and you are now linked with this as a sanctuary for whatever you call. Great. Did you also do it? Oh yeah, that was my walk earlier. I've got everything. What, what did you all do? Well, if ever we're in a horrible situation, that Caleb maybe can't get us out of. 
Caduceus and I will be able to get us back to Nicodranas in a flash. We'll need both of us for everybody, but... Yeah. Hey, oh, there's always one of us unconscious, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. It just bamps us back here? Yep. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Technically, I'll take us a few blocks away, but Technically, yeah. you will. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it very taxing on you to do? Well, it's, it's almost the top of my skill set, but not quite, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. At face value, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the worst thing, but it's... Uh, <laughs> if we've had a real rough time, then hopefully we still have the energy for it. Yeah. Excellent. There's two clerics. Not every group of adventurers is lucky enough to have two clerics. Yeah. Right, Some Matthew? don't even have one. Indeed. Yeah. Foolish people. You almost have more than one healer. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> That's rough. But. I mean, to be fair, Caduceus is like 1.3 healers. That's true. And Jester's like 0. 0.4. Yeah. So oh. that's a lot of healing. Yeah. yeah. If, you're round, if you're rounding up, then yeah, you have two healers. It's like the, the low fat milk of healers at that point. It's 98%. But you guys look at my pretty dress I painted. <laughs> Different skills. Claire Lock. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you wish to accomplish for the evening, or shall we bring you to the next morning? Next morning. Yeah. Next morning. Okay. Uh, Caleb will, so quick, yeah. Caleb will take out the smaller book and spend 15 minutes uh, writing. Okay. That's all. Cool. All right. You eventually head off to your uh, various chambers throughout the chateau and find yourselves getting a good night's sleep in a comfortable bed. Oh, I snuggle up with Mama since my bed smells like piss. She doesn't argue. <laughs> um, an early morning wakes you all, uh, as you didn't, especially after your odd sleep schedule in Rumble Cusp, kind of getting yourselves back on a decent schedule. <laughs> you go to bed a little early, wake up a little early, good like 7, 7.30, shortly after dawn. Um, the morning greets you. You all kind of gather downstairs, and a, a morning meal has already been prepared for all of you, courtesy of the chateau itself. What would you like to do? It's great here, isn't it? The breakfast buffet cannot be beaten. It's so good. This is a, oh. a buffet. I can't even. You can have anything you want. <laughs> yeah, so and good. and as much as you want. Yeah, it's not like you just get one thing. You have every choice. Yeah. Plates are so small, though. I don't know how any of you deal with this. I've went back seven times already. <laughs> okay, bring my own plate next time. Is that yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free. Bottomless oh. French toast is amazing. Pay. Mm. Pee. BYOP. <laughs> but so That's much cool, asparagus, right? is that like a Nicodramus <laughs> thing? It grows very well. It's hard to kill once you got it going. Yeah. It's true. I swipe some bacon, put it in my pocket for later. Bacon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beth, you can, you, you, can, you can smell the breakfast this early in the Come morning over. being cooked across the way. Come over for breakfast. So, what's going on? We going or what? Yeah, are Luke and, and, and Jessa with you? Yep, they're coming with us. I don't mean that, but they get—they can have some of the free breakfast. They—they they can take. I mean, we, we can—we have food. 
Yeah, I know, but this breakfast is like <laughs> it's like going to the Four Seasons for a they free eat breakfast. They here every other day. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they are sick of it. Did you try the bottomless French toast, by the way? I just get up and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a powdered sugar. <laughs> like it if Yasha just undoes her big gnarly belt, just like one notch. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I just take it off. <laughs> yeah, everyone's ready for an old day of adventuring. <sighs> In the pancake sweats. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to uh, just fill my haversack with a lot of pastries because it's oh, been yeah. a while. Yeah, easy enough to do, and there are plenty here. So you can yeah. write down your inventory number of pastries. Okay. Cornucopia I will take some as well. Veth, um, here's a question for you. Uh, we are going to be in Rexentrum. For the week, uh, we have a lot of time there, and uh, we've been away from your family for so long. Would you like to bring them with to Rexendrum? Is it safe? Well, we're going to see uh. my dad. <clears throat> Probably not. Wait, what? Bring them Your to that. Well, we won't bring Rexentrum? them to that, but I have a perfect uh, place for us to stay while we're there, hmm. and they could—they'd uh, be very comfortable. Do we have a place? Do you have a place to stay there? Yeah, there's an. Yes. An inn that I am uh, intimately familiar with. Gentlemen? Gentlemen's in Rick? No, the gentleman's in Zadash, can we go there? Wait, what's going on? I would not say no to that at some point. Are we going to have dinner with the enemy tonight? You're right, yes, yes. that's happening tonight. Zadash and I mean, uh, after Fumat the will have to wait. If we survive, uh. I want to go see my dad. <laughs> if I can keep them close, then you can keep them. Sorry, Actually, um, I am uh, familiar with lodging oh, in both Zadash and Rexentrum, where they could house all of us. Okay. Yeah. I it's just be, you've had so little time. I had one day. Yes, no, it would be great to keep them around. They could have a little, little jaunt. And Is then... everybody? I mean, obviously they're not coming, you know, to a wizard's tower. I think it's a great idea. Good. As long as you know Trent won't be spying on us, and we'll use Veth's family as sort of like collateral and do something evil. Ooh, yeah. Maybe maybe we should leave them here for this and until after the Trent dinner, and then then we can bring them up. Yeah, then they can come with us to Zadash, and they can see my dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like Zadash, that'll be nice. (laughs) Yeah, just in case there's a horrible, you know, murder tonight. Murder wizard. (laughs) Yeah. You say that so happy. (laughs) Just rolled off the tongue. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for the offer. So how do we get there? Are you going to teleport us? Well, I would prefer to be at uh, peak capability this evening, if need be, so I would like I to use... of that sex potion that I didn't use yet, if you need that. <laughs> Maybe on another night, um, I just mean if we get uh, pulled into danger. Uh, so I would prefer to use uh, the library again, mm-hmm. if that's all right with you. Oh. Yeah, do we need to go to Yusa to use that, or can we just go from here and then go there? No, uh, we can go from anywhere, but we would need to land at the circle at the uh, Cobalt Circle. Oh, yeah, 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 it's fine. Do I need to be in peak form tonight? Well, you rarely are not, but uh, I would advise it, yeah. Then I probably should not send a message ahead of us. I think... 
kind of we're a big deal. We're above now. that, exactly. And they know that we're coming in and out. It's fine. Well, one way to find out, I suppose. <clears throat> Put your new status to the test. Yeah. Right. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> start. So are we ready now? Any last-minute things? I look out the window. Do I see Thaddeus? <laughs> Make a perception check. Okay. Oh man. That'd be the best. Look, you're so you're too far. It's a natural twenty. I was gonna I say. I swear <laughs> to God, it's a natural twenty. It's just a lumps it's of that, rock. It's that one. It's that. It's twenty-four total. I, okay. Um, <laughs> as they're all having this conversation, getting ready, you kind of just glance over your shoulder out the window, and you <laughs> you see about uh, about a block and a half down the way, <gasps> something fly. Son of a bitch! Right before we poof, <laughs> <laughs> we have to step through. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? As you all emerge, <laughs> the familiar subterranean basement of the Rexentrum Archive of the Cobalt Soul, uh, you can see there is an individual who is kind of sitting there, uh, currently writing in a small book. Glance up and. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Pauser bow. Right. Thanks. We, we were uh, not made aware of. Um, uh, I was gonna. I was gonna send you a message ahead of time, but I need all my spells, you know. Certainly. <laughs> you guys all walk past. Make your way up into uh, the library proper. Once again, the the massive interior of this amazing library. Since uh, last you were here, uh, meeting with uh, Udalafon. And a few other members of Crook the day before. Yeah. Um, what would you like to do? I guess I, I'll know. Do I? Nah. She said she'd contact me, or they, they, they'd be contact yeah. me. It's fine. Let's just yeah. keep going. Okay. All right. So, so like, is, what time is it? Midday? No. Right now it's early morning. You guys have plenty of time. Is there anything you want to do before tonight, in Rex and Trim or otherwise? Should we? If you have means to teleport and such, like you have ways to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. I love Matt. I'm just, I'm just saying, don't, don't feel well, constrained just going to, to dinner, today. huh? Just going to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you got all day. <laughs> yeah, just want to go straight in. Uh-huh. I mean, you totally can. You know, no, sun, no, no, no. We should get some. Sun's still shining on you. We should get some winter clothes, clothes getting like oh, yeah, prepared yeah, yeah, yeah. so that it can, they can be made while we're, you know, doing other things. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Sometimes it might take like a week to get yeah. like a coat Wait, made or something. Was there any research? Did we already research of the, the, the Nine Eyes and all that stuff that we were going to do? Yeah, Beauregard's uh, delegating through that's there. What, that's but what, that's right. Going to, going to your dad, I think that would be a good thing to poke around in. Before we, uh, yeah. But not today. Not today. Tomorrow. No, yeah. But you're right, we could get some, um, some uh, clothing orders in now so that they'll be done hopefully by the end of the week because mm. it is going to be cold as a motherfucker up on top of the world. Do I have this map, or is this just for reference? Was this given to us? Uh, that was given to you uh, by Dorogna. Or actually, Dorogna still has it, but yeah. sh- but showed it to you. Cool, never mind. So, and with your keen mind, mm. you would have a very clear. Uh, yep, just like that. That's the sound it makes every time you use it. Mm, Should we me. research um, the the city of Eor? 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 Eh. 
Playing City of Aeor. You guys can you guys can research whatever you want to with the time you got. Because we're here. I'm fine with that. I actually we're back in the library. Uh, I'm gonna check with the monks too to see if they actually have some winter garb that oh. might be a little bit more official uniform. So yeah. So I'll actually <coughs> double back inside. Okay. Um. And yeah, talk to somebody and be like, outfit me. <laughs> okay. Um, some some of the the various uh, archivists or the um, keepers of the library take you to one of the outfitting chambers there, where they have a lot of their standard uniforms for different positions, as well as different weather and battle armaments and such. Um, they don't have anything that is on its own prepared for the cold that you've been told to prepare for. Uh, but there are some expositor plus gear that you can bring that is the, the beginnings of an outfit that is prepared for the weather you're going to be encountering. Um, you know, heavy fur lining in some cases, um, thicker pants uh, with multiple layers, heavy boots that are designed for harsher terrain as well as to prevent moisture from soaking into the center. Um, so you get some elements like that. You still would probably need to supplement that with like cloak, hood, and probably something for your arms if you really want to. Okay, I'll grab a pair of pants, kind of like baggy, almost look like gaucho pants that are fur-lined. Mm -hmm. Take my expositor belt that Dyron gave me that I haven't really adorned yet, and officially tie it around my, my waist. It's like slate gray that fades very much in the style that my first belt went to, mm. that fades to a royal cobalt blue. Um, and then I grab a fur-lined vest off as well. Okay. Just throw that on. Start there. Okay. Do they have any like pins or anything, like iron pins or badges or something? I don't know. I mean, there are different elements of iconography that you can use to adorn yourself if you like. You have, may have some brief fashion, or a fashion. A little, piece. like, see all-seeing eye brooch or something. Okay. You got it. TGIF flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I hate Mondays. Yeah. 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 Not, a lot, not a lot of flair in the library there, unfortunately. All right. Um, and then I guess on the way out, I'll grab Caleb. Should we should we do some research? Want to hit the books? You want to look into uh, flying cities? I guess. I don't know what else to do with my time. Uh, yeah, we have to. Still, I still need to go shopping, but well, how will you go shop? I'll pull some books. Feel free to come back whenever. You pull books, and then I will come back and help you read. Great. Okay. I start my thing. All right. What are you researching? Who's researching what? While you're here, I'm gonna talk to one of the scribes, one of the archivists, Aor Farland. Wait, Todd McFarland. Uh, what was it? Foreign. Yes. That um, and anything about potential like weapons or magics or anything that we might find. Alawak's sanctuary. In the Alawak's sanctuary. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me. Okay. <clears throat> Wait, I don't think that's really <clears throat> All right. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 26. Ooh, world of seven. Bad. Okay. Forin is the name of the 
centralmost and largest body of land in Isolcross. Isolcross is made up of numerous smaller uh, sections of land, like islands, larger islands that kind of cluster around its space there. Um, most of the area is above the tree line. There are some sporadic trees and such, but a lot of it's just open, snowy tundra, uh, blizzard-scarred landscapes and you know, jagged mountains of uh, gray and white stone. Um, you kind of, there's not a whole lot to the history there. There is no historical value to the location that is recorded necessarily. It's too far north for people to go and want to live. So uh, it seems like the first society that went that direction out of just general curiosity and expedition attempts was through Urthodurn. Okay. Um, and there was a, a village of Sorinya who that was founded by them, but it was mainly just a fishing village that was trying to take up whatever resources were available on that northern side, not terribly far from where Uthodurn was, just across the sea, uh, comparatively. And you also learn that there were strange artifacts being brought back from those small outposts of Uthodurn that were being traded south. And this is over the past half a century or so. Oh. These, they were just strange little sections of, of relics and things that some were non-functional, some held some power within them still, and that's what began to kind of draw the curiosity and interest of the Empire, and then the Empire began to build their own outpost up there, known as Balan Post. That's Balan Post, okay. You learn that the journey northward, technically it's a shorter ship ride between uh, Bysaeus Teal, which is the northernmost elven, primarily elven city of the Empire. However, the frozen depths of that ocean channel there is extremely dangerous to travel, so most people prefer to go the lengthier but safer route from Palebank Village to the south area of Foran. Um, you to confirm what you heard from Vesta Rugna, the there are a number of regions on the island on the island of Foren and a lot of cross Isocross that just have strange flares and odd regions of wild magic, where magic of all kinds seems to be bent or twisted and having effects that you weren't expecting. Certain incantations could give you odd unexpected results, and depending on the powers that are attempted to be uh, evoked can be extremely dangerous. And that, that's thats any magic user that was attempting to... Correct. Okay. With that, role, okay. with that role, there's only a little bit of information that's coming directly from Isilcross and the excavations currently to the Cobalt Soul, because it's a very, very carefully guarded location and uh, for the most part, there is a there's a lot of mistrust up north, and there are a lot of apparent, apparently a, a number of decades still of subtle skirmishes and elements of violence and bloodshed between the dynasty and the empire in those regions before the war ever broke out, and most likely after the peace was even uh, set recently, uh, based around these excavations. Okay. And there is the central excavation, the biggest one, where it is believed where these relics came from, 
and uh, many people surmise that at least a portion of the ancient city of Aeor exists, and there are smaller sites throughout where smaller pieces may have fallen, where similar relics have been uncovered. Um, can I go talk to another one of the archivists or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to point at the artifacts that he's talking about, or that the that I'm reading about, and just ask if we have any here. Uh, holding unfo- on to. Unfortunately, we do not. Most of those have been uh, put under the. Put under. They have been taken. And are maintained by the Cerberus. Uh, that's what you were gonna fucking say. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. As far as Aeor itself, with that role, there isn't a lot of information. What you do know, kind of, corresponds with some information you've already uncovered. It was a majocracy. It was considered one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful, of the uh, pre-calamity. Arcane centric societies. It was massive. It was quite populated and was driven by the belief that mortality, the gift of, of magic to the mortal, was a gift as well as a challenge by the gods to eventually show that the creations can become the creator. The idea that if a mortal can acquire this much power to destroy its own creator, then does that not make itself the gods themselves, as they are? And that belief varied throughout the populace there, but those in power firmly felt that there was There was a drive to, whether it be to save Exandria from the destruction of the coming calamity by eliminating the Pantheon entirely, or for personally selfish reasons, there's no specific record. Most of this is just hearsay from survivors uh, of other parts of the region. It is believed that there were no survivors of the fall of Aeor. There is no written or verbal record from inside the society, all from those that kind of remember it from an outside perspective. Pompeii style. If you will. People from Crate watching it go down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? I relay all that info to him when he comes back. Okay. Uh, Put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. I want to return to that. <laughs> um, well, we're going shopping. Yeah, I want to buy clothes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd say I would have some idea of where to look for sturdy fare, finer fare. Oh yeah, yeah. Fashionable, but also functional. I want fashion. We want to look good. <clears throat> first. Hmm? Nobody for the nobody that we're going to see. We want. Yeah, to look if good. we're going into the tundra, we want to look. Exquisite <laughs> You want to be hot. Look, it's important. I respect that. Already. Um, we'll say within the vigil circle, you find a, for lack of a better term, 
the garment district of Rexentrum. <laughs> um, there are a number of supplies and you know, wholesalers and textile warehouses that sell fine materials, fabrics, silks, um, both crafted within the Empire and imported from beyond. And there are a number of very, very talented, uh, for a price, of course, custom tailors that can be hired and commissioned for specific pieces. So what is it you're looking to have made? Uh, I am looking to return to my empire roots, and I commission uh, uh, a long, thick, warm coat, very much akin to the coat that everyone met me in. However, this one will not be moth-eaten and uh, disgusting. So it will be uh, uh, brown and leather and long coat, uh, fur-lined, I will get a very thick scarf, uh, and I will also uh, find a leather worker who can um, build me a new harness for my books. The spell book is getting pretty fat and can no longer fit under my armpit, so the book on the left will still hang about here, but I have, uh, I, I, I describe a case uh, or a harness that is more phone book sized that hangs Whoa. off of my right hip. Right, almost <laughs> like, a, like a side satchel. Yeah, but then uh, I want them to have it hooked to my belt so that it's not <laughs> flying all over the place when we are running for our dear lives. Cool. Um, and then that will be counterbalanced by my old satchel, which I will keep, where I keep all my spell components and other odds and ends. Alrighty. Okay. I'd say have all those pieces commissioned. It'll take. A few days to gather the materials and create the pieces, and it'll run you about 25 gold pieces for the entire outfit. Done. Okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I just drew it, so I'm going to just describe what I just came up with. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go and get, okay, I'm going to get a light blue like tunic um, with long sleeves. I don't need like super thick stuff because I am resistant to the cold, so this is more for fashion. <laughs> a tunic, I'm gonna get some like light gray, uh, like thermal tight sort of thing. And then I'm gonna get um, some. Arc'teryx. Yep. <laughs> you know, D&D tights. 250. Under, under um, yeah. I'm gonna get. <laughs> She's resistant, um, so she'll only take half damage. Yeah. Uh, some, I'm gonna get some long knitted like thigh highs. That are like knitted like Fair Isle. Anybody that knows that knows what I'm talking about. It's like stripes and stuff with like with um, designs knitted into them, you know? That are like um, flowers and like bees. I wanna get bees knitted into them. And um, I imagine this will cost a pretty penny because it is pretty um, specific. But it's going to be in like a pale blue and like white, like and light gray. <laughs> and then I'm going to get uh, an overcoat that is white and it's fur lined with like a pale uh, a pale gray fur. So it's like showing like the trim and I want it to be bell sleeves. And then, um, and it'll be fitted to about here and then it's going to flare out and it's going to have a little hood on it. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. As, as you finish, oh, and I'm going to get some earmuffs <laughs> to match that, okay. and some boots. You know that are like fur-lined boots, obviously, like to be like look good. That are going to match my coat and stuff. 
Matt is right. the store clerk. No, that, 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 that's exactly what I was going <laughs> yeah. like, as, as, as you finish your statement, you look up and you see the kind of middle-aged gentleman with his glasses, his tin, uh, chin tuft of, of white goatee, his hair slicked back with his pencil sticking out through the back of his ear, just going, and, and how soon did you need this last? <laughs> In like a week, is that doable? Give me just a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> And he rushes off to the back room, and you hear some voices like, <laughs> I, I think we should be able uh, to take care of your request. Of course, this is um, quite a, a commission uh, in a very tight period with very specific materials and uh, with quite a number of, of custom-knitted uh, yes, elements. Yes, oh yeah, you'll have to have a very good knitter. Uh, we can do this outfit for um, 120 gold pieces. Ooh, um, I'll give you 500 gold. <laughs> and I would like if um, it had, <laughs> could you add some embroidery along the coat edges as well? Of course. Wonderful. I would love some pink and blue <laughs> flowers and maybe some pale yellow bees embroidered on there as well, with some beautiful green like vines wrapping around everything. You know, like an emerald green, you know, something that really reminds you of the trap. Something, like, you know, like a, just a pretty green. Right, I am following you, yes. Yes. All right, yes, uh, that <laughs> will definitely be done. I think we'll be very happy with the results. Wonderful, thank you so much. Of course, of course. Uh, half up front and then half upon the Of front course, yeah. That, so, yes. <laughs> so you can mark off 250 now yes. and then pay 250 at the arrival. <laughs> he he went from exas like completely exasperated by the whole thing to extremely giddy and kind of j jubilant in a way that you didn't expect such uh, such an individual to to exhibit. You just saved his business. Yeah. There's a tailor in the back screaming, nine women can't make a baby in a month. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? Anyone else? <laughs> Ladies? I, I would like to, do you have something? I'll come up with something, I'm sure. I would like a long sleeve fur Lolita dress. Ooh. It's a, lo a Lolita coat and dress with a bow knot in the middle in the belt line. And I looked this up before. I want it made out of pink fabric. Okay. And white fur trim on all of the trim places. Big buttons down the middle. This is fucking adorable. <laughs> um, white hand muff. Um, and then I'd like uh, an earmuffs too, but very special earmuffs. Um, if you can craft them, you know, white fur earmuffs. But this piece, the, the head piece or whatever, I saw this wonderful, lovely little redhead who had these cool antlers. And I'd like to imitate those and put those up on, on top of, <laughs> of the earmuffs because they just looked so cool. So I'd like that. They can just be like little little deer, little fawn something, you know, just little, little <laughs> antlers. We can clean blood stains oh out of this. All right. Uh, the, the first tailor you speak to, a middle-aged gentleman with kind of a bit of a great heft of fur and, uh, on his chin and slick backed hair and glasses, goes, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm busy for the next week, <laughs> and closes the door in it. <laughs> but the next tailor you find can take the commission. Um, and put, puts a, a full cost materials all in, custom elements there, about 40 gold. 
Cool. Taking Jester's lead, I'll give you 42. <laughs> well, um, a very kind. <laughs> and some boots. 45. Great, done. <laughs> All right, see you in a week. <clears throat> All right. Off. Bloop. Who's next? Bloop. You. I'll, I'll, I'll go if no one else is going to go. <laughs> um, so I'm going to find a, a, a tailor and probably a leathersmith and an armor smith and kind of want to get my my uh, my armor treated, uh, get it get it oiled and treated for the cold. Uh, uh, I leave a couple samples. I pull the pieces off the shield that are mostly decorative to kind of like show show how it's done. Leave a couple fabric swatches from what I'm already wearing, just like I'm going to leave the, my some of my bits there for them to use for the new outfit. Um, I'm gonna get a big uh, lavender coat with a uh, um, white and crimson red uh, um, uh, stitching in it made. Um, a wool hat, it's time for a new hat. Um, <laughs> black, um, black oiled gloves and boots, um, deep moss green, uh, Pants, uh, heavy cotton pants, and uh, and a jacket underneath for to keep the armor off off of me, just in the, less than the shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, kind of a um, worked into the cloak will be some of the the uh, uh, dragonfly silk that I've brought from home, and we'll have um, patterns along the edges of uh, some of the traditional pattern work of my my original outfit that comes from home. So. Okay, cool. Nicest uh, thing I've ever owned. No, it's, and it's not a terrible, a terribly hard commission. You're also providing some of the materials for yeah. it, which would be hard to find. Um, that'll put you to about, we'll say, 25 gold as well. I'll give him 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw, I'll throw 40 since we're all being. Okay. Yeah. Wow, you guys are. It's only money. You guys are making a reputation for yourselves here in the middle of this district of Rexentrum. <laughs> all right. Who else? Oh, you haven't gone yet, and you haven't gone yet. Yeah. You wanna go? Well, I, I do have a question. So What's your question? Can I, so the, the, the coat of the crest, I was thinking of wearing mm-hmm. the nobleman's coat. Yeah. Am I ab- able to add anything to it? Like changes, like change the look of it? Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, so I will bring that coat, and I would like to. Um, everything's going to be black, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, I would like sort of the sleeves to be those ones that kind of are a little wide, like make the the sleeves a little wider. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I could put my my hands in between and have the cold. <laughs> um, a sort of leather drapey hood added onto it. Okay. Some fur inside, um, and then what color fur? Black as well. I really wish I would have thought about this already. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, black fur. Um, and no, let's go white. Let's okay. Go white, white fur, and then um, in the back of the coat, I want also black embroidery on top, so you can barely see it, um, like. Some lightning, some um, flowers, maybe a little white embroidery flowers. Little accents here and little there. Little accents okay. here and okay. there. Um, um, and one of those round fur hats 
but um, <laughs> so like the Russian one. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Hopefully, I don't. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Later, I'm going to be like, that's not what I wanted to wear. Give <laughs> <laughs> me time to alter a bit. Really wish I would have checked my gym. Yeah. Okay. Not too complicated. So, like, nah. I'll put you 18 gold for that. Okay, so I will give um, 50 gold. Okay. To everybody's. Wow. Big spenders here, mm. Mighty Nine. <laughs> Generous group. Taylor's going to party tonight. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna tell tales of this phantom group that came through out of nowhere one day and just help them make it through the winter. <laughs> For anything specific, do you have any coats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a number of coats. What sort of coat are you looking for? A warm one. We have a few warm ones. Yes. I'll take one. All right, uh, that'll be five gold. You got it. All right, here you go. It's gonna be like the time time. Went to Colorado, and you're just gonna be cold everywhere. You didn't. The jacket's not covering. <laughs> We're set. Let's rock. <laughs> I will head back Jeez. to the tailors that I went to, and okay. on the door. Excuse me. <laughs> Already in there, then he's like running around, giving out orders and giving out slips to different members of the troop to start grabbing materials. Oh yes, yes. Um, Can you hello. make me some mittens that match my my <laughs> socks, please? <laughs> Yes, well, do not worry, no additional charge. We'll take thank care of it you. for make, you. You're welcome. Please make them pretty, thank you. All right, thank you. Someone knock the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as you are finishing your research, by the way, you do <clears throat> kind of close the tone, kind of sit there, taking in a bit of the information, some of it familiar, some of it new. A little frustrated, there's just a general lack of detailed information Within the central archive of Rexentrum uh, on Aeor. And you feel a presence come up, and there you turn and you see Udalafon approaching with two of the uh, regular archivists. And as they approach and kind of stand there over you, hello, Beauregard. Um, do not mean to disturb you. No. I mean, it's a little unnerving when like, I'm sitting and all three of you are standing. I, should, I, I stand. Very well. Uh, we've done quite an extensive sweep of the archives we have here, as well as put out some feelers in other connected archives, searching for this um, Eyes of Nine you had spoke of. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Is other. Really? Is there any other details you could perhaps provide? Could another name or uh, perhaps confirm with your sources what this may have been? But we do not have anything. And you watch as they put their hand out and you know, gesturing to the thousands and thousands and thousands yeah, no, I, of I homes. See, uh, I know, I've been, I see the books, I've been here. Yeah, I, I get it, I get the scope. Uh, okay, um, can I get back to you? Let me think on this for a minute. Of course. Okay. And they turn around and make their way into the rest of the library. It's fucking irritating, just like, toss a book that I have. <laughs> you know, it stops. Huh? I'm lying. Oh, I mean, yeah. insight check. 
As I walk away. <laughs> Roll an inside check. It seemed like they were lying. Roll an inside check. <laughs> oh, pooper. That's not good. Um, 15. 15. Yudala seems pretty straightforward. The times that you have encountered and what you've heard, Yudala is one of the paragons of the archives. Um, they they seem trustworthy. Hmm. Okay, I just kind of like seems seems hard to believe, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Anything else anyone needs to accomplish in your shopping? Day here in Rexentrum. No, but when I return uh, to Beauregard, um, uh, you know, I I meant to uh, read with you. I got a little caught up in errands. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm feeling a little anxious, a little too anxious, if you can believe it, to you? do any heavy reading oh today. oh actually that is surprising I was being sarcastic but that is a little surprising. but uh, let's go get lunch to, to, I could listen to you yeah I'll so fill you in it's it. just, I just like rip a page out of my notebook in anger okay <laughs> I believe. you need beer and a pretzel come on okay all right so you guys go ahead and find the find a place and sit at an outside table and then if she's willing to share, Pump her uh, mind for uh, for all the information she got and like totally nerd out over it. Um, you got it. Rather than trying to focus on a book, which I would have a hard time of doing right now. Okay. All right. Anything else? I tell him everything, and then also in filament about Udala came back and they said that they couldn't find anything about the eyes of mine. Fucking anything. They were like, oh, do you like, can you check with your sources and maybe find, and I'm like, bitch, I'm the source. I didn't say that, but I did think it in my head. <sighs> that thing you think as you walk down the stairs, yeah? Uh, well, maybe, maybe it was just smoke and not fire. Maybe it was, maybe we're, we're seeing meaning where there is none. Or maybe it is the key to everything, I don't know. Think about it. Keep your ears open, just need more answers. We can come back later in the week, yeah? Mm-hmm. Keep thinking. Okay. All right, any other business during the day? All right, I'll take that as a sign that as the sun begins to set across the Zemnian sky, you all gather wearing what attire? We oh, brought our yeah, fancies. Our fancy. <clears throat> so you're going full formal on this, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the fancies that we wore to. Um, the ball. The ball, the. Oh, that's right, that velvet dress. Yeah, but like a little bit of armor still. Yeah, I keep just on in my cases. Bracers and I bring my staff. Okay. All right. <laughs> Gathering and making your way to the familiar shimmer ward of Rexentrum as the. Darkened sky takes the horizon from the sunlight, and you can see from the breaks in the cloud cover, bits of starlight peeking through. You eventually make your way to a familiar place to you. You come to the second southernmost tower of the Candles 
on the southern eastern side of the Shimmer Ward. And you stand now before the dark iron gate that is dwarfed by the multi-spired structure of brass and ruddy brick that rises like a twisting monolithic tree from a courtyard dense with oaks. This is the estate grounds known as the Ambition's Call. And the gates open for you as you stand there. That's where we're going to take a break. Uh, Ambition's Call? Ambition's Call. Number four, put it dry. It's a tower. Lord of the Rings, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the oak trees. Correct. But there, there's a, a courtyard of oak trees. On, on the corner of this, on, on the opposite end, there is an entrance that leads to where Astrid uh, was staying, where you this went and visited last time you were here in Rexentrum. Yeah. Um, but yes. So, dinner. Indeed. We're going to take a little break here. We'll be back here shortly to pick up wherever this goes. So, oh we'll see you here oh boy. in a few minutes. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America, NMLS 407249, equal housing lender, loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. We interrupt this Critical Role Podcast Network broadcast to bring you news of dangerous treasures that lie sealed within the Critical Role shops. Only the hardiest of adventurers should dare seek them out. In all seriousness, though, I'm Matthew Mercer, and we've made some very cool things that we really like and hope you will, too. If you'd like to support the show, please consider visiting any of our Critical Role online shops through the shop tab at critroll.com and see if anything catches your eye. Okay, back to the show. Welcome back. <laughs> so, the gates. 
just open before you to the courtyard leading to the tower. As you walk through, it's a beautiful, if slightly ominous, patch of forest surrounding this tower. Uh, you can see faint fire bugs kind of glowing and fading in and out in the distance, but just far enough out of reach as you walk this paved path that leads through. Eventually, you find yourself to the base of the tower where this massive set of arched double doors that wait for you open into a low-lit antechamber. As you walk into the tower chamber proper, you are met with a patterned carpet of dark brown and red that meets wall to wall. No furniture, just an open entry. You can see a beautiful crystal chandelier that hangs above you in the center of the partially domed ceiling. Uh, you can see intricately carved wooden panels wrap around the doorless walls aside from the entryway, housing large paintings set within elaborate frames. You can see one large landscape that shows an odd sunrise, it seems, over a desolate plain of rock and flame, a sky of burning clouds and haze. Um, anyone here is trained in Arcana, if you'd like to roll. Uh, 15. 15? That's enough to know. This is most likely a portrait of the Plane of Fire. You do also see what looks to be a bloodied battlefield, a very elaborate, extensive, wide, 12-foot portrait that is almost curved in the way it's set against the curved interior of this chamber, where you see soldiers of two sides just clashing and tangling in this, this display of violence. Um, if anyone here has history they're proficient with, they can go ahead and roll for that. Thirty-one. Oh, damn! She's Louise. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is a depiction of the Marrow War, which was the battle. Want it? <laughs> the Marrow War, oh, okay. where the Dwendalian Empire clashed with the Julius Dominion, defeated, and then took over the entirety of this area of Western Wanandir, this great valley here. Um, well done. And then you come across what looks to be a portrait of a young man in a forest green, gold-trimmed robe on display. You see his long, dark hair comes to a widow's peak to the front of his face, right over his gray-blue eyes. You take a moment to recognize, but this image does appear to be of a young Trent Ikathon. Not but a moment later do you make this beat of recognition, then you swear you see the man in the painting give you a subtle nod. Can I use <clears throat> see invisibility for the next hour? Just because, fuck it, why not? Sure. <laughs> you put it on, right as the doors <clears throat> close behind you. You're now enclosed in this chamber. There are no stairs. There's no other exit door. Can I look, um, Towards like the bottoms or anything of the paintings, I want to see if they have any signatures on them of painters that I would recognize. Some of them that I studied. Make a perception check. Guidance. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> Nine. Nine. They're very detailed. 
it's hard to pick out where a signature would be if there is one, if it's hidden, if it's folded within the actual uh, gold framing, or you're just not picking up on it, but nothing jumps out to you, unfortunately. As I get back to the Trent painting, I'm going to touch his face. Okay. You can feel the texture of canvas beneath your finger. Um, not but a, a handful of moments since the front door's closed, and at this moment, the rest of you kind of feel this shift, and you look at the carpet in the center of the room, and there is a forceful glow from underneath in places. And you see this faint pattern of various glyphs that are gently muted by the presence of the carpet over whatever the source is, light up in a circular pattern around the interior of the chamber. You then watch as the paintings begin to drift downward. Is this haunted room? Yeah. This <laughs> so is not stretching. Damn. That was already my imagination. But it begins to rise rapidly. You watch as a door goes. Another door goes. Floor after floor goes by. Four, five floors, you kind of lose count as they go. And it quickly drifts to a stop to the point where you all find your feet lift off the ground for just a second and you find yourself clambering just to make sure you don't tumble over when the floor comes to a stop. So it felt like we were going down? It felt like you were going upward. So wouldn't we have... No. Just stop? You go. <laughs> you have a little... You go up. When you're going down, you go Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Physics. <clears throat> it's been a while since we've... Been in an elevator. Been anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. That's right. You jump at the How top. Up and down. Well, yeah, oh, who knows? yeah, okay, cool. Then I jump at the top. Okay. You get a, you get a good like extra foot, foot and a half of leap distance in the air. You can almost touch the bottom of the chandelier. The chandelier that does not shake or move with the momentum of the chamber. Ooh. Um, cool. As it stops and lands, you look around you. You've seen no windows at all in your progression. Um, but you do see no windows and no, no door. Doors. There is actually a door. There's one door. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it looks to be almost like a birchwood door on the opposite side of the room from where the entranceway would have been at the bottom of the tower. Do you think this happened because I touched his face? Do you think it took us to him? Like, what if I would have touched the like fire play in picture or something? We would have gone somewhere else. We would have we gone, gone, yeah. gone down. Yeah, go down. Hell goes down. You go yeah. down to hell. Wow. I'm glad I touched him then. Yeah. Always touch him. The Birchwood door <sighs> opens, and you can see a little bit of flickering light on the inside of the chamber beyond. Any unseen serpents, any spheres in the air, or anything? Uh, in this room, no. As you, <clears throat> if you approach. Walk in. Wait, wait, Caleb! <laughs> I stop in the door. Wait, shouldn't we have had a code word or something? Let's discuss it now. We're we're while we're in earshot. How about? Oh no, it's a trap. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> the code word is Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
pick a pick a non-copyright. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Peanut <laughs> no. Old maid. I, it's the theater union. I A T S E. Oh, Iatsi. Uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's also problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Liam. Teams. <laughs> don't fuck with the teams. <laughs> okay. Um, you can hear very, very gentle. It's almost like violin and harpsichord music playing from inside the next room. As you begin to approach, you peek beyond the threshold, and you can see, giving off a very faint aura, what looks to be six different humanoid-ish figures that just kind of stand at the ready against two walls of what is a long, hall-like room. As you step through the door, they all disappear and you feel the enchantment that your weapon had given to you fade. Uh-uh. As you all step through, you can see now there are a number of smaller, more metallic iron chandeliers, about four of them, that align the ceiling of this long hall-like room, where you can see a long table sits before you with these uh, kind of pale, tan, almost beige-colored tablecloths, and settings and chairs for seven guests. There are windows in this room, and you they appear to be somewhat frosted, but you can see beyond them what looks to be like a beautiful forest. Dents in trees, a bit of moonlight coming through the branches, doesn't quite match with the math of where you are with the center of the city. And beyond the end of this table, you can see there is a roaring fireplace on the opposite side of the room. And there, framed in the flickering flames, you can see three figures standing as they all kind of turn. You can see <clears throat> the figure familiar to you all First is the wide-shouldered, short, dark hair, um, kind of well-buttoned velvet tunic on what seems to be Edwolf, who had met you once at the Vergessen Sanatorium when you were inspecting the beacon a number of weeks back. On the right side, you can see a woman with kind of dirty blonde hair, short in the back, combed over to one side of the face, um, smiling in a very, very uh, officious-looking suit, it seems, that comes into a long dress at the bottom. And then in the center, you see a, not quite the same, but mirrored essence of that same green and gold robe that you saw in the portrait below. You see the older, jaundiced figure of Master Trent Ikathon, who smiles, puts arms up. I'm so very happy that you have accepted my invitation. Please sit. I believe we have much to talk about. Question, you said there were only 
play settings for seven people? For the seven of you at the table. As well as the three. As well as the three for them. Do we have assigned seating? There does not appear to be any sort of indication of assigned seating. Are you going to take the head of the table? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Jester takes the opposite head of the table, (laughs) of which Trent takes the furthest side. The corners of the room where there were those six humanoid figures, nothing there, right? Correct. Empty. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait until uh, Astrid sits and then sit in the chair adjacent. So that would be at the opposite head of the table, Trent. To the left of Trent is Astrid, and then it would be you. Yeah. Okay. We sit across from you wherever you sit. Somebody should sit next to them so that Aeowulf gets separated. Ooh, that's a good good idea. I'll use my speed to try to sit where Aeowulf would be seat, seated. <laughs> <laughs> he is moving for the chair to the right <laughs> nice. of Trentikathon. <laughs> yeah, come on, roll for that shit. Do it. Yahtzee. Roll a dexterity check, because this is. I don't even have my dice out. It's like you're, you're he's, he's just pulling out the seat for a lady. You're your dice out. We're going to die any second. What is my checking? Just, just roll a d20, add your dexterity modifier. 17. 17. <laughs> you watch as, as he goes and pulls the chair out, <laughs> and is about to lean in, and <laughs> Is this seat taken? Apparently it is. <laughs> And like shoves you into the table a little bit. <laughs> Pulls the chair right next to you back. Then sits I'll sit down. down. I'll sit down. In the chair that he pulls back. Power <laughs> move. Thank you very much. Of course. Kind of gently pushes it in. Looks back to you again. Goes to the third chair. Caleb is watching like a mixture of mortification <laughs> and hilarity, but like not smiling, just. Aeowulf, hey, wouldn't you like to sit down next to me? I walk to the chair. <laughs> you Which walk to the I pull it out. For you. Oh. Thank you. Ah, pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I sit across from from Caduceus. Yeah, so we have eyes on either side of the. Good call. Yeah. Uh, as everyone takes their seat and finishes, uh, Trent, who's kind of leaning back in this high-backed chair that comes up to these almost like hook-like hands that are currently reaching over the top of the back, uh, puts his arms up and. Gives a clap, and you feel this wind kind of rush through the chamber, and the doors you came through close. The meal will be here arriving shortly. In the interim, I am happy to have you as guests in my home. I can't hear you. Can you speak a little louder? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just so far down here. He then begins to introduce (laughs) 
my companions. And as he speaks, his mouth does not move any longer. Ooh. Instead, the language seems to be coming from all sides, directly into your mind. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, no. <laughs> as he just stares intently across the table. My companions for the night, of which you are familiar, childhood friends of your companion, this Caleb Wittogast, <laughs> or as we've known him, Bren. This is Astrid. Points to her. And this is Edolf. And he gives a nod. Now I must say I'm quite impressed how you all come together and done so much in such a short time. What is, if I might inquire, the driving force behind your travels? What is your mutual goal? Boy, that is, that's a tricky one to start with. Um, we are driven by many forces, but mostly justice, right? Yeah. Right? Mostly justice. Definitely. I think mostly we are just trying to leave the world better than when we found it. Hmm. So we are not too different, then. Oh, you you seek to change the world for the better? Well, what is the purpose of power if not to use it properly? Much for us to celebrate together at this time. Indeed. We've achieved peace after so much struggle. So, and there's this kind of pregnant pause at the table as he kind of begins to scan across each one of you. Um, <clears throat> I'm doing the same. Can I ask what kind of vibe I'm getting from Astrid and Well, I was about to say, as, as soon as you're doing this, Astrid pipes up and goes, Indeed, it is a pleasure to meet all of these friends of um, Caleb. <laughs> Just as it is good to see you as well, my friend. Um, and I am happy to get the chance to know those who have kept him uh, companions and safe in the time that we could not. Right, Edward? Indeed, I have seen some of you at the sanatorium. Hmm? Seems fate continues to draw us together. Perhaps the matron has plans for us together yet, huh? Who's the matron? Which, which is he referring to matron of Ravens? And you, what are you? You see, Adolf kind of gives like a weird, like a half grin. Vegetarian, so I hope the meal reflects. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Smile fades. <laughs> well, I guess um, before I get too deep into my particular interests for the night, what questions have you for me?
Well, I am curious now that we have uh, reached some quiet between the two nations. Seeing as how uh, central you are to the decision-making here in the Empire, what's the next step? Well, I do apologize. You have not been around for the full scope of our political engine, but I do not make decisions. I merely guide, offer suggestions. As to what is next, well, there are many paths. Am I to know, uh, it seems you have fallen in with a Vesterogna, yes? We will be spending some time with her, that is correct. Mm. And what errands, if I might inquire, has she procured your skills for? You might not inquire. Respectfully, I feel that that information would be uh, uh, considered of a private nature. Of course, of course. Does he, um, does he feel like, does he already know? Does he already know he just wants to hear from us? Make an insight check. I was going to say, my insight check is just not stopping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, 17. 22. 22? There isn't a lack of confidence in his inquiry, and he does not appear to be finished. As he goes, is she looking to perhaps drag you to Shattengrad as glorified Tomb Raiders, huh? No? Hmm. Perhaps your familiarity with Shohassian society is to aid her in acquisitions there. Or is she hoping to bring you to some place colder? That is a Look, conversation you should have with her. I know, as far as I know, she just wants us to hang out for intimate reasons, you know? We're all very attractive. Fair. Make a deception check. <laughs> I feel like she should get advantage for the fact that we are very attractive. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 15. Okay. Wherever it is that you all intend to travel, I hope you do so safely and without tissue. Without any tissue? Yeah, we, we won't need any. We're not sick or anything. Yeah. <laughs> A joke, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the doors enter, and you watch as these platters begin to just hover in the faint breeze, held aloft on their own. <laughs> Filling up the table before you. That's cool. As uh, Edwolf takes a scarf and kind of tucks it in <laughs> to the top of his shirt, and Astrid takes and puts it in her lap, um, 
Trent leans in. No questions, then? So many questions. How's the new crop? How are your children? Oh, the children are doing well, some more than others. Not everyone has the stomach for it. Mm. We lost a um, talented prospect not long ago. How did you lose them? They were captured in Rosona. Blondie. That's unfortunate. Not Blondie. No, in the Girl prison in Jorah. Prison. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your butt? Well, the Empire will always yield up more youth. I find hope in the quiet that was achieved at sea. Maybe I'm naive, I'm sure you think so. How wonderful it would be if the two sides could approach each other with that forthrightness, always. You said that you make no decisions, you only advise um, a thought experiment. Mm -hmm. Pretend that I am King Dwendal. Very well. In this moment. Advise me to, as your, the king. In your opinion, do we keep this momentum going or use it as a, a feint and dig in harder in all the traditional ways? What is your advice? My advice, a great king. Dwendle, is to use this momentum to rally the populace around the idea of your benevolence and your ability to keep them safe from outside aggression. But to keep a very close eye in all the shaded places There are so many lives and only so much land. How, did, how does he do that? Yeah, really. That was literally both answers at the same time. He just said yes twice. That was amazing. Wow. I look um, diagonally down at Edwolf. <clears throat> like a little more perspective, Wolf. How are things going? Well, at the moment, it is um, not as busy, so I am enjoying a little more of a relaxed schedule. For now. You look good. Again. 
You look good. Oh. Well, it's a wonder what travel will do, and uh, sun on your back. Hmm. When the war was a bit hotter than it is now, were you very busy? You, you, a, a wolf, wolf, Aed wolf. Not any busier than you were, apparently. Well, yes, but were you on the front lines? I'm not a front line sort of fighter. I have different skills, more of a scout, if you will. Did you go um, into into enemy lines and go on missions and things, exciting things? Any exciting things. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah, I'm curious, like Veth, I've missed a year or two. What have you both been filling your time with? Looks over towards Astrid, and Astrid kind of narrows her eyes a bit and pulls her back, and he smiles. We're doing what we do best, Brian. Ensure history walks the right path. Have you been taking up hairstyling? Because Astrid's got a pretty cool one. Is the, Was it Eldwolf that did that for you? Send this to Astrid? Uh-huh. Now she goes. Mm. No, this this is um, this is of my own design. Oh, you did that yourself? She takes and pours a little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why do you not like it? No, I love it. I love it. Would you like your hair like it as well? That's what? okay. It's so original. I wouldn't want to steal your thunder. Hmm. You might have chosen the wrong profession. No, it's my profession that allows me to do this. And you watch as she flicks her finger and the hair suddenly grows long and curls up. <gasps> this like extremely like bouncing healthy like shoulder bob. And then it recoils upward into Careful, this. Careful, he got some Bernays and a lock right there. He kind of got a little out of control with that. The world uh, it's, uh, barber. It's, it got a little on your lapel. I don't have it. That's really cool. That's really, that's a really cool spell. That's a really cool spell. Thank you. Flexing a fine talent. She looks back to Bren. Do you ever teach? Do you ever? Do you ever? Do you ever teach people how to do those kind of spells? Because I would love to know how to do that spell. Well, no. These are the things that are taught after years of training at the Soldiers Academy. Is it so you can like change your looks? Because mm-hmm. there's like easy disguise self spells, you know. Those are like easy. Yeah. But like. Then you know all about this sort of magic, then. Oh. <laughs> oh. I guess I could just change my hair on a whim, huh? <clears throat> but that looked like you were really changing your hair. Were you really changing your hair? Glamours. Wow. Caleb, I want to learn about glamours. That's why her tits look so amazing. <clears throat> We are such assholes. <laughs> yeah, Caleb's working real hard to keep a blush down through all of this. Astrid leans forward and goes, So, Bren, um, we miss you. 
I'm glad to see that you're safe. And doing so well. I have good friends. They are good people. Are you are you trying to invite him back? Is that why we're here? Are, are you are you asking him back into the fold? Oh, I'm I'm not doing that. No. Trent kind of leans forward in his seat and goes, "I'm more just wanted to express my pleasure with Bren's or well, Caleb's advancement as the prodigy I always knew he was." While some students take direct tutelage and study, some are unique in how they best develop through self-discovery, others inspired through hardship. Historically, the most talented mages have indeed walked this path, for the greatest ambitions come from those who have endured the dark and crawled their way back. So you're apologizing then? Well, no, it sounds like he's trying to take fucking credit. Yeah, it didn't sound like an apology to me. <clears throat> of my handful of vigilant reaches, I've had a fondness for you three. And he gestures towards the three students. Erolf and Astrid are skilled in so much. Everything one could seemingly want in disciples and Associates. But, and I mean this with all due respect to the both of them, their potential is limited. Unlike you, Bren, you have the eventual makings of an assembly member yourself. And don't think my eyes are the only ones upon you for this reason. Some out of curiosity, others a threat. Forgive me, Bren. I could see your gifts and your faults and limitations. To truly grow, you needed to be broken and left to build yourself. longer than we anticipated, but when you were ready, we turned on the light and showed you the door. And he kind of takes something from the side of his setting, and it drifts over across the table in your direction and lands at the front of your plate. You see a familiar symbol, that of the Archart. This is why I am not dead. Of course. If he wanted you dead, there would have been no escape. 
And I cannot tell you how proud of you I am. We are. And I know you hate me, Bren. Hate what I've put you through. And I accept those feelings. For it was a hard choice for me to make. What I did, though, I did out of love. <laughs> to what end? To use me? No, to show you what you are capable of. It was your parents' wish, and I told them of the spark that I saw within you. They asked me to do whatever it took to help you realize it, for the glory of your family and for the Empire. I did just that as much as it hurt to hurt you. It is the greater man who puts the needs of others over himself, Bren. And this nation needs you. Inside check. We need you. Inside check. Okay, inside check. Lie. I flicks to aspirants. Natural fucking 20. Ooh. Yes. I'll text you real fast. <laughs> I would like to inside check Astrid. Go for it. See if she's going along with Well, not a natural 20, but uh, 25. 25, okay. What's your total with the natural 20, Chester? 25. Damn, just look at that, two 25s. Wow, <laughs> wow. We might actually learn something. Okay, give me just a second. <laughs> Takes longer to text than it does. This inside with, check brought to you by text brought to you by Dwarven Forge, <laughs> makers of the world's finest modular modular gaming terrain. Oh, the curses of of COVID distance. <laughs> oh, I missed the whispers. Dwarven, it was so much easier. Twenty twenty is hard, man. I know. Yeah, it's God damn. really hard yeah. to stay quiet. You know, during I no I. Also, Matt, you know, it would be easier and faster if you just did it with Siri, with, that, with just like, <laughs> if you're right. Oh, oh, oh. And I will tell this to you out loud because this is this is less mm -hmm. tricksy. Um, with a 25, um, you can, she's looking towards you with a feeling of internal conflict that you weren't expecting. You can see there is a softness and kind of a, a yearning, but her body language is leaning away from him. From Trent? From Trent. <clears throat> and you could, you could you see a glimmer, a glimmer in there of the Astrid you once knew. Ever so faintly worried. Worried? About your response. Mm -hmm. Is Eodwolf just chowing down on his steak? I mean, no, he, he's mid chew. He's like. Okay. He's intently watching 
and it's just like. <clears throat> you will have to walk me through the logic of this long con. Because I do loathe you. Deeply. Of course. But you do nothing flagrantly. Everything is very careful. Indeed. So how would you hope to use me as a tool? This isn't to use you as a tool. And there isn't a word I could say that would find your ears with belief, correct? Say that one more time, <laughs> because of the social distance. Yeah. <laughs> There is no phrase or words I could say that you would find yourself able to believe. It's hard to forget the past. Then do not forget it. Use it. If I am to be the focus of your hatred, I accepted that long ago. But what you are now, what you've accomplished, those you've drawn around you, and where you go, that is because of what you've endured. Not because of a book you read in some hall with other sniveling rich children. You made yourself. Not myself, not them. But it took that path of pain to accomplish what this is. And you're not the only one of us in the assembly to have been through similar trauma and been defined by it. I dead-eye stare Astrid while talking to Trent and say, and you think that my mother and father, our mothers and fathers and children should serve as grist for the mill in this way? Whatever it takes to keep the people of this empire safe. The wants of one do not outweigh the wants of the many. Right? Ed Wolf leans forward and goes, 
The Perlins made a sacrifice, yes. Like any soldier does in the battlefield. We cannot protect our own, then all of it is a failure. Why did we get into this? Why did we serve with such vigor? If not to You see, when talent rises from nothing, then nothing truly is lost. You are far more than where you came from. So you've sent me off like a wind-up clockwork toy to serve the Empire. Am I right? What if the thing to do now is to supplant you, to pull you up like a weed and do better? You comfortable with that idea? Nothing would make me prouder. Insight check. I know, yeah. He Go means it. it, doesn't he? Go Fuck, I know he means it. I'm not even yeah. asking. <clears throat> Natural <That's> one! Great. <laughs> Probably means it. It's got broccoli he right means here. It. At this yeah. point, Jester kind of dribbles down her chin a little bit. Oh, like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, this, this food looks really good. He means it. Really wish he Bo would seems pretty honest from what you can tell. Yeah. <clears throat> Bo! Bo! Yeah. Eat something already! I'm s- I don't have a fucking appetite. This shit is disgusting. <clears throat> Let's take it further. I look at Eadwolf and then at Astrid. When he is out of the picture, and you, and you, and I carry the torch forward. We will mangle more children to feed the fields of wine and deer. Nadewolf kind of sits back, crosses his arms, looks to Astrid. Astrid looks to you and says, Well, if you were to be the bannerman of this tower, that we are charged to, then we do as you say. If you want to bring more into this fold, we will. If you want it to end, that's your command. What about you, though? 
What about me? When we spoke last, I had the impression that you were being groomed for this seat. She looks nervously over towards Trent. And Trent leans in a little bit. My ambitions and the paths laid before me are not always congruent. Bren. And she looks deadly serious towards you with a look of stop. Trent kind of leans forward with this grin getting slowly more and more curled and confident. Any man of my position assumes that everyone I keep close is just waiting for me to turn my back. Every person in power knows that feeling, lives by it. It's the rare one that gets to choose. I just hope you don't disappoint me, Bren. That is a lot to absorb. It has been an interesting decade, to be sure. I often feel like a failure and a success within the same hour. And you are learning? I have dreamed of murdering you with my bare hands many nights. So I hope it's not just flowery language you're throwing around the dinner table. Master Ekathon. This place, this country could do better. It could do it with a little less blood. Everyone at this table knows that struggle is inherent to life. This way is not the only way. That was um, given to Astrid. She looks Trent. Then, take care of yourself. All of you. For the struggle never stops. And because you don't want bloodshed doesn't mean every other person that wants what you have doesn't. History and mortal nature 
prove this time and time again. If you are not sometimes the first to cut, you are the first to receive the blade. I've spent my life bearing knives. Let's hope you live as long, Caleb Wittogast. Take it out of my steak. Is it poison? It's very well prepared. Chester. It does not appear to be poison. It might be the best steak I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It like it's melting in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eat as much as you can real fast before, before we get kicked, kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have been domineering the conversation. What? No. No. Not at all. It's been great. Does anyone else have any questions about me being groomed as the Antichrist? <laughs> How many more beacons do you have? <laughs> yeah. There you go. What do you mean? You've only seen the one? That is what we have. Insight check. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Natural 20. Natural 20. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Bringing you to a total of? Uh, 40, uh, 40! Well, 29 on my end. 30. (laughs) Really? 59. Dude. Well, not combine. <laughs> yeah, they stack. They stack. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, you combine them now. Uh, <laughs> how many there are, the addresses in which they're located. <laughs> His eyes start to the left. It's due south. Yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Since you're both here, it's right under the table. Yes. Yes. He's being completely honest. He's always honest. It's best liars are honest. Huh. What's the most incredible thing you learned from studying them? We don't know yet. Yet? Have you ever answered a question directly? (laughs) One question at a time. (laughs) I knew it. That's great. It's like a party game, really. (laughs) We have learned some things, but there is still much more to glean. We have only just begun our research. So who's to say what the most important thing is. What I do know is there is much potential to help a lot of good people. You mentioned uh, being a Tomb Raider in Schadengrad. Is that a mission you've sent people on? No, but it sounds like the sort of thing that Vess would definitely go for. Interesting. Our interests tend to lie in things in the realm of forgotten history. Isn't that kind of like her title? She's the Archmage of Antiquity. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's her thing, right? That's like what she's supposed to do. Like in the, yeah. <laughs> Have you come across any interesting artifacts? 
in my life. She's uh, dug up me recently. Anything pre-calamity sound familiar? Anything uh, related to the Eyes of Nine? I have not, but if you've seen such a thing, please do tell me. Vess tends to be very secretive with her business. Oh, this has nothing to do with her. <clears throat> this is kind of something we've all been like, like a side hobby, you know? <laughs> I do not believe I have. But have I am a side curious. Hobby? You should have a side hobby. Heard anything about this artifact or eyes of nine you speak of? Yeah. Trains are worth a shot. Origami is very, you know, you could I did that. probably. The mental health aspect of just having something that's not intrinsically related to your work, you know, you should, you should get a hobby. He has a hobby. Hmm. <laughs> He's a sculptor. <laughs> In a way. The tree's outside your windows. What is that supposed to be? I just wanted to provide a uh, gentle atmosphere. Do you not like it? I can change it for you. I would love that. Ooh. What did you uh, prefer? Coastal view. Without him moving or even looking away, you watch as all the windows shift into a moonlit oceanside night. And you can see waves kind of just breaking against the sides of the, the ocean beaches. Is it ocean on both sides, or is it ocean on one side? It looks like it's ocean on one side, and then it curves around, and you begin to see the coast on the other. Cool. Like you're right on a cliff. That's neat. Any other parlor tricks you would wish to ask of an archmage of the Cerberus Assembly? <laughs> no, no parlor tricks, but I had a, actually a question, if you don't mind, Caleb, about about your your past. You know, thank you so much for sending him to us in your weird psycho way, um, <laughs> but we do appreciate making his acquaintance, however dark and creepy it, it was, uh, the origins were. But you know, you you. I think if I if memory, my memory serves, he was sort of locked up, locked away for a while in a in a play, in a bad place. He would have stayed there forever, right? If someone hadn't freed him. Most likely, yes. Who freed him? Well, who do you think freed him? And he gestures over toward the symbol on the table that was given to Caleb earlier. What? What he's saying is that he orchestrated it. So he imprisoned you and he freed you. He left me shut off and then he turned the lights back on. Wow. That's weird. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Hmm. Very generous. didn't need those 10 years. How is this going? Adolf? Oh my god. Adolf kind of like leans back, <clears throat> pulls back his sleeves, and you can see um, the clustered maze-like tattoos that are across his forearms. 
You can see similar scars as to the ones that Caleb had, um, with what looks to be raised areas of the skin where things are embedded beneath and have healed over. (laughs) And he kind of goes, it's coming quite handy, to be honest. Does that hurt? Only a little, the beginning. But it much more hurts the uh, person on the other side. And he kind of like tenses his arms, and as it does, as he does, you see energy kind of spark through and arc up the arm. You're like a living magical weapon. I like that type. Living magical weapon. Uh, his uh, forearms are still as amazing as they always were. Yeah, they're more so. More so. He's a fit fucker. Yeah. Gives a little drink and nods to you. Uh, Look over at Astrid. What about you? They have come in handy a number of times, yes. Do I require to give a presentation as well? She pulls her sleeves back and shows the same tattoos. You've talked about Caleb. Replacing you, forgive me, I'm so forgetful. What's wrong with you? Where are you going? Nowhere, he fails. Nowhere, you don't feel ill? I take it from the uh, tone of your inquiry that you don't seem to understand the structure of the Cerberus Assembly. I don't, although I did look up to it when I was younger. I was very curious. I'm sad to report I haven't learned much since then. Hmm. Membership is only given when a member is stepped down, kicked out, or passes away. And you plan to step down Get kicked out, or <laughs> hopefully not any. I like where I am. To serve me well for a very long time. <clears throat> it's a very generous offer. I take it very seriously, truly. What if I decide to walk away? What if I want to be a sailor instead? That is your choice. Easy as that. Of course. But you won't. No. No, I won't be a sailor. Shame. You'd make a fine sailor. He really does not. The world would lose one. Terrible sailing. This has been very informative, illuminating. Uh, I don't wish to overstay our welcome. We do have business to attend to, any preparations to make. Mm-hmm. Well, regardless, it has been a pleasure to get to see all of you. Thank you for accepting our invitation and for this 
quaint bit of conversation. Thank you for the delicious steak. It was really one of the best I've ever had. Well, I will let the staff know post haste. Thank you. I will take my leave. Yeah, I say before you go, uh, I think perhaps you were one of the most powerful mages that I've ever had the pleasure to be in the presence of. And for this, I, I would offer a gift, which I think it has been a long time since anyone has pointed out to you that you were a fool. Pain doesn't make people. It's love that makes people. The pain is inconsequential. It's love that saves them. And you would know that, but you have none around you. You said so yourself. You surround yourself with lies and deceptions and I wish for you in the future to find someone who will mourn you when you were gone. Respectfully. Good night. And he vanishes. <laughs> Good to see That was so yeah. Oh. Astrid and Aid Wolf are just kind of like, yo. You're welcome. That was Wow. <clears throat> Adolf takes his, like, <laughs> his napkin. Um, Do you guys want to hang out or something? You want to go grab a drink? I was going to ask the same thing. Why don't we get out of here? No, I, I have. Um, I have Come on! To attend to. The invitation is always open. <laughs> and he begins to, to leave the chamber, as well, stands up. Wait. What if you just walked us a block or two away from the tower? Please. It'll be fun. Looks back at Astrid. It won't keep you on the courtyard, yes. Astrid. Just to make sure you safely make it off the grounds. <laughs> and they escort you back to the central chamber. <laughs> it recedes down to the base of the tower. You do not jump this time because that would hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I bend my knees, but I go. Catch yourself, yeah. <laughs> the doors open and lead you back into the courtyard, and you step out. You can hear the crickets in the nearby oak trees making their evening noise. I want to thread my arm through ostrichs as we're walking. It tenses a bit. You hear the owl nearby going. <laughs> So you all continue to walk. Reflex. <laughs> 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 I'm going to whisper over to her as we're walking. I'm sorry if you thought I was giving you a hard time earlier. Um, I, I thought maybe you were really mean like Trent, but now I'm feeling really guilty about it because I don't think you are. So I want to apologize if I came across as rude. I feel very bad about it. She doesn't necessarily lean back, but then speaks quietly towards your direction. You don't know anything about me. No. You do not know what I've done? Well, I know some of what you've done. And I know that Caleb cares deeply for you, so you can't be all bad. No response. 
you watch as Nadewolf kind of like, as he's walking along, kind of flicks his wrist and you watch out of He kind of almost pulls it out of the air. Looks like a bottle of some sort of a dark liquor. And he kind of uncorks it. <laughs> Takes a swig. It's a handy trick. Oh, I've got plenty of them, don't worry. I'd love to see more. Would you? Mm. Yeah. Pass the bottle over to Astrid. Okay. Hands it over to Adolf, takes it, corks it, and you, it vanishes. You, you could come with us. No, I you not. could. You could. No, I could not. Well, maybe we both have some thinking to do. Maybe. Are you talking to Astrid or Eldwolf at this point? Sure. He's talking to Astrid. City soon. Don't know when we'll be back. Just be careful. I'm sorry I can't be of more help. Your eyes kind of dart up towards the trees above. You hear again the. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a he's an owl now. I get it. <laughs> we can kidnap you. Make it look like a real struggle. She actually smiles at that. She goes, I appreciate the candor. As you guys reach the gates that lead off of the estate itself, Edwolf kind of pushes it open. It is certainly one of the more interesting dinners I've been to. I like you. Thank you. I like you too. Uh, don't let that that stuff get to your head. He's that guy's a little oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be careful not to say things to oh, people no, I like him. If I had to live here, no. So. <laughs> oof. If I had to live here. Anyway, <laughs> he's about to say something to Caduceus. Anyway. Astrid. Good spending time. Patrol cross paths again. And kind of puts his hand on your shoulder. She keeps bringing us together. And he walks on. Does he have any marks of the matron on him anywhere? Passive perception on Caleb, no marks on him, but you do catch, as he's leaning forward, touching his shoulder, there is a flash of what looks to be a small kind of silver pendant of what looks to be a raven feather. There's your multi-class. Astrid kind of lingers for a moment. Oh, oh! I'm going to use disguise self, and I'm going to make my hair very long about down to here. <laughs> See, you can do it. There's no I worries mean, to have. It's pretty great, yeah. 
But I want to be able to do like, you know, and actually make it move. Well, give it time. Okay. Uh, sure you don't want to come get a drink with us? Now that the walking road pylon is left? I appreciate the offer, but I should not. Funny that he let Why Caleb go like and not you. Strange, don't you think? Hmm? Is it funny that he let Caleb go and not you? It seems odd. Caleb was always his favorite. Bryn. Well, you were always mine. You mean what you said in there, right? To stop him. I cannot hear. Sorry. So I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean what you said? In there to stop him. I. Yeah. Nothing is set in stone. Not for you or anyone. Race you to the top. And she turns and heads back into the courtyard. Hmm. Hmm. Are you okay, Caleb? Let's let's get away from here. Let's get a little bit away. Stares at the tower for a moment. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that bucket? I know. At? I know. Keep my Fuck eyes that. out for any owls. You still have that pistol, yeah? Yeah. It's fucking owls. I'm gonna start shooting. <laughs> All the wizards come out and kill us. I was say, not, nothing really draws attention in the middle of, you know, the most wealthy, magical district oh, in the greatest, oh, the capital oh. city, than just a bunch of rapid gunfire in the middle of a courtyard. Some people running from a swarm of owls. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't die. We didn't fight? No. Just had dinner. That's good, right? Mm. It was oh. good. The steak was outstanding. Oh my god, Take your it was word so fucking good. good. It was the best, I, I, I mean, it was eat. the best. No, I didn't either. I'm starving. I don't yeah, let's go. Did. Let's find a dive bar. I'm mad I didn't try it, but I just, out of principle, I, like I didn't friend. want to touch anything. Yeah. Oh. I get that, I totally get that. I feel like, out of principle, I wanted to touch it all. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I he get both ways. He sickly, right? Has he, he always looked like that? I feel like he's always looked like shit, but he did look particularly sickly, right? He had a little more vigor in my youth, but not much. Gaunt. Yeah, nothing different than the last time you encountered him. He just... He generally has that sort of Mr. Burns complexion about him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Okay. Do you know how old he is? 
Uh, unless he has uh, pulled the wool over my eyes in another way. He's in his uh, late 70s. Yeah. Late 70s, yeah. yeah. Mm. He needs to take a hint from the ladies and use some of those glamours. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's get out of the Shimmer Ward. I don't want to have a drink in the Shimmer Ward. Caleb, I, I'm really sorry that I, I made a comment about Astrid's haircut. Oh. I was trying to be shitty, I, and that's that was a horrible thing to do. I thought you complimented her hair. Yeah, yeah but I did it in that girl way where I was being a shithead about it. You were being it. a mean girl? You was, was being a mean girl. That's not cool. That's never cool. It sounded like you were complimenting yeah, her. Yeah. Oh, that was totally code for mean girl. Like, your hair is really cute. It was so mean. That's code for like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? That's girl? how the girls used to talk to me when I was outside. I don't know why I did it. Well, we, we all learn it somewhere, I guess. Is that really you mean? Your hair is cute. I think you. Depends on how you say it. Oh, okay. So that was we yeah, also I didn't know if if she was going I to be. I thought she was about to. Come yeah, to yeah. I, I know you were exactly. Just trying to stick up for a friend. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I think that the slightly mean hair comment was the worst thing that happened tonight, <laughs> and the worst thing that was talked about. Yeah, so I'm going to take anything away. Yeah. <laughs> tonight. I am so fucking tired of manipulative assholes. He's so manipulative. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? What's the? Why is that a theme with all of us? Well, hey, I spend a lot of time around about. government. It's <laughs> 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 the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> I I missed it. What did she say? I don't know what, what you're talking about. about. <laughs> yeah. That is a bit of a theme. I don't know why so many people have gone through such great lengths to try and convince us all that they're responsible for our success. It's weird. The manipulation, if I hear one more person try and claim that pain is the only way to make a resilient person, what a shitty excuse. Mm-hmm. He's such a bad man. But you didn't want to just, uh, you know, quick draw on him? Take him down right there in his dining room? I give myself a 30% chance of success. You got us with you. Yeah. Element of surprise. I give us 40% chance of success. Really, I would have thought that would have dropped it to like 28. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in there. We could have done it. In there, dicey. He's it's not killing already. him. As soon as we walked in, I was not able to see anything with my vision anymore. It was immediately dispelled. He can probably block some of our magic. Yeah, a bit. There's no way we would have gotten out. Plus, he had Astrid and Eldwulf on his side. They're both probably pretty powerful. Not as powerful as you, Caleb, let's be honest, but pretty powerful. I don't me. care that they had more years. It doesn't matter, you're very powerful. Did we find a tavern? He said it himself, he's surrounded by people who despise him and, and lie to him. He's The minute that he slips up, someone's gonna take him out anyway. We don't have to do anything. He set up his own destruction. I, the minute he stopped losing, I'm sure both of them would turn on him in a heartbeat, and he knows it. It's just so dumb. But, but he's not dumb. 
Eh, so why? <laughs> Emotionally, maybe. Narrow-minded, yes, but he's calculated. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's saying. Yeah, he's always been one to control narrative. And that is a big part of holding on to power, controlling narrative. I believed him. I believe him that your parents said, do whatever it takes. Because... I didn't feel like he was lying there, but... Of course. I have there's a no way feeling. they knew what that meant. I have a yeah. funny feeling that if we brought them back for a five-minute cha- uh, chat, their yeah, first response be like, would be, I like didn't agree like to that. this. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, on that note, I was thinking about it at dinner. I mean, between Caduceus and I, we could bring them back. Don't you need a body? Body. Oh. Yeah. Was there a grave for I them? I think you just need bones. Yeah, with, is, there, is there a marking mm. in there? Do you know? I have not looked into it. Uh. I mean, if it's something you want to look into, Let me think about that. There is a very good chance that the Scourgers collected their remains, but maybe. I'm sorry to bring it up. No, I, no, you, no, you are all trying to help me. No. Let's uh, let's find that dive bar and then. There's an there's an inn, a place I know, where we can stay tonight. Okay. Easy enough to find a dive bar. There are plenty of places in Rexentrum, especially up in the, uh, you know, like the northern, more mud-laden region. Um, you stumble into one of the nearby dive bars, not making too much of a fuss, and find a place to comfortably feel like you can talk. Did that go well for you? Oh, no. No, gave me 50 more questions. Um, seemed like Astrid was, you know, not a total sociopath. Maybe? I quite liked both of them, actually. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They're very likable. Well, they always were. I've got a pretty good read on people. I think they're all right. And uh, you did a good thing for them today. Showed them what life could be like, even just for a second. Maybe it'll stick in them. I find myself wondering, his plan for me to take wing and achieve the things he wanted without being right under his thumb, If I go off and do anything with you all, is it part of his plan? I got the sense he's kind of winging it. Oh, I don't know. They hand delivered a letter to you when you were in Rexendrum. I think he's we were meeting with pretty much on top of it. He's not. He's not directing us, though. This is just him taking credit for what you're doing so that you can feel like you're being manipulated. This is... It's an interesting point. This is just a person who can't admit that they're not in control. 
It's like a tarot card reader. Yeah, that's actually a very hey. fair, uh, fair estimation. That's not a good comparison at all. It's a great comparison. I'm brilliant. <laughs> hey, speaking of tarot cards and stuff, and controlling the narrative. Do you want me to read your fortune? I do. Um, while you're doing that, something that I assume you told me earlier about the, <laughs> about the research that you did today, yes. or, or rather didn't do. Yeah. What if, crazy theory. I'm here for it. What if there's no record of the eyes of nine in the Cobalt Library? Not because they're hiding it from you, but because it was scrubbed. Because because this Trent man or, or or his ilk are somehow, you know, controlling the narrative. They don't want anyone to know about it. Or maybe even the Cobalt soul itself. Mm. But Trent didn't seem to know what it was. I deliberately wanted to see him. He didn't the... seem to know, but he's a crafty fucker. He is, but not... I didn't get that vibe. He immediately asked if it was something that Vess put us up to. So... That, to me, clued me in on how laser-focused he is on that aspect. Scrubbed, absolutely, from Trent. I don't know. The, the Cobalt Soul, they did also ask me if, they've, if they went under any other names. If I know of any other associative language attached to the Eyes of Nine. Well, we know Nonagon, right? So I was, I was thinking about that, and then here's the other crazy thing: nothing to do with your shit. Really sorry, kind of going on a tangent. I don't know. Maybe it's all connected. So, Trent asked us about Schadengraden tomb raiding. Nonagon, where is it? Hang on. Rhymes with Cree. <laughs> has <laughs> fourteen dun, dun. letters, which is this when you rearrange them and add their numeral position together. <laughs> Remember to drink your Ovaltine. Oh. <laughs> cool. Yes. But no, uh, uh, that Cree that we talked to at the gentleman's lair. Yes. Asked about Nonagon and said that she was a part of his team called the Tomb Takers, and that they were running from a spellcaster two years ago. Running from a spellcaster named Trent Ikithon? Or Vesteragna, the Lady of Antiquities who sends people off on to rob tombs. But that (gasps) wasn't. And I was already planning on going to see my dad. This is perfect. Cree was that person's name? Cree, the tabaxi. Cree. And 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 Cree recognized Nonagon. Nonagon, which was Molly. Molly. Mm-hmm. And my Molly notes. I mean, they would probably know. Stole a book in trouble with the law. Ritual resistance telephone spell. Stole a book. Did they steal a book or something? I turned it to cipher my notes like a year later. More or less, best that you can recall. They maybe stole a book, I don't know. But they were running from someone and they were called the Tomb Takers. Whoa. I remember that. <gasps> maybe no, no. we should oh, just. Oh, the Tomb Takers or the Task Takers, I wrote down. Oh. But no, I also wrote down Tomb Takers. The Task. What, what if. Oh no, me... are they the Tomb Taskers? No, no, no. Tomb Takers, Task. <laughs> I wrote down Tomb Takers or Task Takers. What if we just like. While we're hanging out with Vest, and we're like, oh my god, we should come up with a group name or something. I got an idea. The Tomb Takers. And see what she says. And see if she's like, oh, dun dun dun. It's a pretty good idea. Just 
talk to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah or that. Your plans are always so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Just, I'd like to have a back, I'd like to have a plan G. Sure, sure. Plan G. Then I feel like there was another thing. Oh! Oh! And, okay, hang on. Because you've mentioned that oh. taxi before. We are in a bar while she does this. It's I'm so perfect. Just flinging notebooks around as Bo goes through all of her notebooks. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we get um, a round of drinks wait, and wait, some yarn the, and some, oh, oh, some, some tax, please? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, hold on, it's coming. <laughs> this is super conspiracy theory-tastic. But, okay, so we're going to, to excavate the city of Aeor. And it was this mageocrity. Mageocracy, yeah. And they think that no survivors lived, right? Right. But what if there was one? Who? Halas. Who's Halas? Oh, Halas. the guy, the guy. yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. because when we were in his little ball, with the Astral Sea thing. We already kind of mentioned this in the Happy Fun Ball yeah. and how we yes. saw the Astral Sea. I, wanna, I yeah. wanted to follow up at this this coming week in the libraries and see if. Right. Yes. Because he had that map, and it was the map from uh, that you touched the red gem of, and it was pre calamity. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The stained glass window was a pre calamity map. So maybe this guy was from pre-calamity and he got super obsessed with like living for forever, but maybe what if he's what if he's a survivor from Aora? Aorta. Aorta. No, that is that is plausible. We but have... I don't know how any of this connects. Well, the Astral Sea also connects to 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 Vokodo somehow, right? That weird That's because, where yes. he came from. What if because like, Aeor is like part of the that weird floating city that we saw? Like, Maybe what if it just like, city. oh, like it, like that's Aeor. That's and it Aeor. Just, like, bamped into, like it was so magical. Whoa. It just like, yeah, it just like it didn't or, actually crash. We or, figured out the whole world. Or a, con- or a contemporary, a- another city of the time. Mm. While all oh. this is happening, I'm going to be. Um, Telling Ford's fortune with tarot cards. I didn't ask you. Why do you keep putting? <laughs> I'm gonna cards pull out the cards. Just choose a number between one and twenty. Roll your dice. Oh. That had tarot cards. Eight. They are okay, now. that's gonna be the die. The the card you pulled out. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Going to see what that is. I was gonna say I don't know. Remember the last time I sent you that document? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna read this card for you. And this tells me my future? I'm gonna, obviously, I'm going to interpret it. Yeah. It's my future or what? I, this is going to be where you are right now, in your present. <laughs> okay. The eye and the hand is the card. So... Both of those things, it's amazing. Yeah, one way, which... Pick, pick... Roll a d6. <laughs> I feel like you're making this up. Okay, so the eye is facing towards you. An eye is held by two hands forming a triangle. The hands are holding the eye above a restless sea. (laughs) (laughs) An eye! I know! Amazing. Amazing. Oh my god! 
The triangle is like rumble cusps. Oh my gosh, this okay. Now roll another d20. There's more? Yeah, then this is going to be your future. Wait, wait, what was the interpretation of that? Oh, that's, you know, obviously, you are, you are, Torn between um, where you came from, which is the eye and the the sea, the turmoil of the wild mother right now. You're figuring out who you are in this very moment. Do you go and take care of of Ukatoa? Or do you follow the path that's being laid in front of you by her? Eleven. <laughs> I'm oh my god, this is such a good card. <laughs> I love this so much. This card is called Home or Traveler. Traveler? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Oh, wait, is this a secondary card? Yeah, this this is the future card. Oh, okay, okay. A covered carnival wagon on a road with a cottage cozy in the distance. You are, yeah. What You're a what? You? When we it's met you, we were in a carnival. carnival. Yeah. To the so carnival it's a carnival park, to you. but it's a cozy cottage in the distance, Fart. Don't we you see? We are your home. Don't you see? You're you're on the road right now. You feel like everything is a circus. You don't know what's going on, but in the distance, Ford, <laughs> there is a cozy home waiting for you. That's your future. A cozy home? Yeah, your home, your place, you will find it. <laughs> that, that's wonderful, Jester. I know, isn't it? Anybody else? <laughs> Caleb, as a note too, going off the conversation <laughs> with Beauregard, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> You did know, because you recalled this as you were recalling information about Halas in the uh, the folding halls. Um, he is historically known to have hailed from um, Sidel. Uh, from from well, the he had books about Sidel. Correct. Well, Sidel was the society, the actual uh, like the the um, council of Sidel, mm-hmm. which he was part of. But the actual city that he was from was Zemnias, which was another one of the floating cities, kind of a competitive nation to where Air would have come from. That when it fell in the calamity, the survivors of that are who began the early Dwendalian Empire. When oh. Zemnius fell? Yeah, Zemnius fell, which is why it's called the Zemni Fields, and right. Zemnian is the language. It's all based on the the survivors uh, and scroungers. Of, an, of a, another separate floating city. Correct. Okay, so scratch the hole. He was from Aeor, though, though. But same time in same neighboring. Like, same leading theory. Yeah. Leading theory. And Zemnius was much smaller, yeah. and comparatively to Aeor, Aeor was like the superpower. Mm-hmm. Zemnius was still a powerful agent. You know, one one of a handful of, of floating mage nations. <sighs> yeah, and it would be uh, very interesting to dive back into the uh, holes of Halas and find him and ask him questions. But that is quite a uh, that's a that's tall a order. But there's also all this business with uh, with the Resdune and the and the the abyssal invasion that he apparently threatened. Yeah, it seems like there's all sorts of other realms and planes sort of converging here for some reason. <laughs> I I had written down the same well, thing. Well, I mean, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What was that? I had um, an order of tomb takers? Question mark. Went north to Shadden. Guard, Molly Mock's old order. To Shangrod? Really? 
Okay. Mollymock's okay. old order, he we pulled them nice. off from the main order. No idea what that means. He made a sect. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a sect. I mean, this was. I'm a sect. That's good. What if it was Vesteragna that was coming after him? I'm lost. <laughs> I mean, well, imagine right after woman where I wrote him. Huh? A magical woman revived him, right? He, yeah, he just woke up. When he, he I wrote down someone, a magical woman revived him. It was a ritual him. spell, someone, he doesn't know, he doesn't remember, huh? I thought, I, I remember that as well. A, a, um, a woman helped pull him out of it, Yeah. to my recollection. Chad is just screaming at us right now. I yeah, know, oh, I sure, they all, they've got to figure that out. out. <laughs> screaming along with But guys, right now, but that's next, where I wrote Tomb uh. Takers and Nanagon, I've also written Mahogany Desk and Young bearded gnome. <laughs> <laughs> you you've cracked it. <laughs> We've cracked what the case. If... <laughs> Armed gummy bear gnome. What if Nanagon was pillaged? What if he was instead of the robber? What if he was the the Robbie? Robbie. Robbie! Robbie! <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Robbie. I'm genuinely delighted. He's not oh. Molly, he's Robbie! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I have so many notes and. Bo, drink your beer. It has gotta, it's gotta connect. Who gave her a straw for a beer? It's all I got, man. It's this weird ass <laughs> mixology bar. <laughs> We, uh, Not on this side of Rexentrum. <laughs> we have someone we can talk to. Who? Uh, the Tabaxi, uh, Cree. So we're gonna go to Zadash next. And then maybe your your dad can set up a honest conversation. With Cree? Yeah, no no threats, no harm. Just... If Cree's there. I can send my dad a message. Do it. And ask if he can gather Cree there. Do it. I'm gonna send my dad a message. All right. <laughs> Hi, Dad, it's me. We have a favor to ask. Can you get Cree? We need to talk to him. Him? Her. 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 Him, her. Super important. I love you. <laughs> Chester, it's been a while. Um, I'd love to help, but uh, Cree left months ago and hasn't returned, so I have no idea where she is. Damn it! Send Sorry. Send me a message. Anyway, I. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, might be able to find them. Yeah, can we? Can we send Cree a message? Yeah, yeah, them, yeah. I mean, I I met Cree, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna send Cree a message. <laughs> okay. Hi, Cree. Yeah. It's Jester. Remember me? Um, where are you? I need to talk to you. It's about Molly. Nanagon. Say Nanagon. Nanagon. Or Lucian. Or Lucian. You know? <laughs> Let me know. Okay. That was four. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Okay. <laughs> Lemmy, we're treating. Oh, Lemmy! I, I hope you're messing with me. That was four. A few moments pass before you get a response. Who is this? Oh, 
She doesn't remember me. I don't think I can help you. That's it. I'm going to send the message back. The blue girl, Jester, we met a while ago. I had a group of friends. We knew Lucian. At the, Lucian. At the club? At the, at the, at the gentleman's club? At the, at the uh, club. Uh, yeah, it's at the, <laughs> the evening nip. At the evening nip. Down to the, to the, to the floor? <laughs> oh, money, money is involved. Money's involved. <laughs> good job, good job. A few more moments pass. A few more moments pass. After a while, you get the sense that there's going to be no response. Oh. Bitch, she made me waste a spell slot. Cats. Well, if she works for if she works for the gentleman, then we know the gentleman has her blood, and the gentleman should be able to trace her. Mm. Go tomorrow. That's a good point. Point of interesting order. She was the one who kept and extracted the blood for the gentleman. Fuck. That was specifically her skill set. So she would probably. She was a blood cleric. Oh. Very similar to Amali. Well, that's a dead end. Uh, well, what do we do? What do we do? I got, I got, I got, I got things. We go to Antarctica and we fucking find an underground city and some other crazy magic shit. Well, we're gonna do that, but yeah. first, well, somebody else. We have a whole week in Rexentrum. We also have scroll or anywhere we want to be. Well, I do want to see my dad. I but, guess I don't have to. I can just send him messages. I feel like talking to your dad anyway, just to see if we can get any information. Yeah, a handful of words is different than. Plus, we can see Puma. Don't you guys have things you want enchanted? Always. Oh, so many things. Yeah, that ring of yours, you gotta get some magic into that. <laughs> yes. Hmm. I'd like to talk. I'd like to talk to him about that, actually. Well, what if we uh, hold up here in town for the night, and in the morning, spend the day in Zadesh? Okay. Okay. You don't think um, Igitong's going to come after you? <clears throat> no, I am his chosen. I will lead the empire into a thousand years of glory, <laughs> or something. No, not tonight. Besides, I have this um, place we can stay tonight that I I think you will love. Oh, a new spot? Not the shitty tavern Let's we go. were at? Not the shitty tavern. All right. Trust me? Trust. Trust. Totally, man. All right. Oh. I slapped down two gold. I have no idea what the bill was, but I'm sure that covers it. It definitely I, covers it. <laughs> head towards the door. And I will. Fucking mighty nine, you're spinning. I'm not going to say this to any of them, but I will either go to the same basic ass uh, inn that we went to earlier or whatever's closest. Okay. To where you are now, you're a little bit further away. Yeah. Um, so you would be finding a new, okay. new location. And it's not, it's not hard to find. They're all pretty. You know, you're on the cusp of squalor in this part of the city. So. Yeah, that's, that's good. Okay. So I will find a, a place that doesn't look like an instant death trap, but I'm right. not being that picky. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'll lead everybody in. Wow. And walk up to uh, whoever is at the front desk. Okay, you walk over to the front desk and you see a 
uh, human woman in her 50s or so, uh, hair that's gone gray at the roots that kind of goes to a bit of red at the end. It's probably been a long time since either it was dyed or the hair color just faded over time. Um, very, very kind of leathery skin that's seen a harsh life. She's sitting there at the edge with what looks like a big tankard and uh, looks like partway into her cups and turns to you. Eh. Ah, good evening. Uh, I know it's uh, somewhat late, but um, there are, uh, I'm going to need nine rooms uh, for the evening, uh, and in one of them, I, I specifically need a closet or a, like a, a wardrobe. I have a lot of um, luggage. Do you have something that can accommodate that? Uh, probably. Okay. Right, right. Nine rooms. Mm-hmm. Closet. In one of them, at least, yeah. There is an extra charge for the closet. <laughs> I think I can handle that. Closet fee. I will pay your closet fee. Right, right. <laughs> That'll run you two gold pieces, including the closet fee. Okay, I hand her. Final deal. I give her three gold. Right. Which way? This way. Uh, uh. Sebastian, bring up the closet! <laughs> bring up the closet. <laughs> <laughs> this voice that I go like, what you mean, big man for you go? Empty out the meats and carry it upstairs for me one on charge! See this older man come out, kind of this, this kind of dirty face. He's been in the kitchen sweating, and he's like, "What do you mean empty out the main closet?" He's like, tosses a gold to him. I'll say, he goes, "Oh, all right." <laughs> you hear a door open, and as you guys make your way out there, these rooms are functional. This is each really nice, Caleb. Each is a bed. Thank you for bringing us here. Wonderful. She's uh, on an airline. I, I tip uh, Sebastian. Was that his name? Yeah. I tip Sebastian a silver. Okay. And uh, okay. you know, before everyone heads to bed, just um, just come in with me for a moment. I want to discuss one last thing. You need some help? I'll go up and. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna help him. Yeah, fine. And he takes it and you carry it in this kind of. Is he carrying a whisper booth? What does he got? <laughs> no, no, it's it's a it's a wardrobe yeah. that had been fashioned as like a meat storage rack in the kitchen downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has been emptied out, so right. it smells strongly of cured meats mm-hmm. <laughs> of various degrees of freshness. Um, but it is a functional, empty wardrobe. Amazing. I'm picturing like an Ikea Malm <laughs> closet. With more or less. Just, with just like a bunch of blood on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah more or less. It is, it is a stained <laughs> interior. <laughs> okay, so but it is placed in the room. Mm-hmm. Take it kindly. Sleep well. And he heads off and shuffles his way back downstairs. Okay, I get the last of the nine in, and I shut the door. Give me one second. Uh, and I open the door of this wardrobe closet, which smells, and I pull out uh, the wand that Kaliana gave me, and I look at the bottom of the wardrobe, and there's a little hole, a little imperfection in the wood, a knot, and I stick the wand into that hole so it's standing up. Mm-hmm. And then I pull out uh, several pieces of stained glass and arrange them just so. And I take out a small piece of slate and put, uh, excuse me, granite, and put that on the ground. And that little wooden cat that I had uh, fabricated, I put on top of the granite. And I then begin to um, use chalk to draw around those. And I draw a 
solid line behind that wand and start to utter words. And a moment uh, of this, and that chalk line begins to glow a uh, thin uh, golden amber color, and a rectangle of amber shimmers up from that line, and the amber begins to waver, and past it, you see just the barest glimpse of windows of stained glass stretching up into the air, and I say, Welcome home. And I walk in. Ooh. Walking in. Same, 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 Let's same, go, same, let's same, go. Same, same, same. As you all step into the wardrobe to follow Caleb into whatever strange realm he seems to have called you into, we're going to go ahead and call the episode for the night. Oh. What did you do? What is he kills us all. Cat scratch closet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll pick up there next episode. Uh, uh, so you get to think on your description. Uh, I'm sure you've been thinking on it for a while. But anyway, thank you all so much for joining us. I uh, hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? Yeah! No! And this concludes the current chapter of Critical Role. Your essays on the history and impact of the various ages and epochs of Alexandria are eagerly anticipated. Just kidding. No homework for you, but if you are inspired to do some writing, please leave us a review. Your words can really help new folks find our show and encourage them to give it a try. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. Until next time. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America, NMLS 407249, equal housing lender, loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details.